Trump is uh, <laughs> probably going to have to run against Biden, guys. Did you oh hear about God. that? Did you guys hear about that? That might happen. I don't know, man. No, who are these? Who are these two individuals you're talking about? Our leaders are stupid people. They're stupid people. They asked me would I like to debate this gentleman. I said, no. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Did you see where Biden wants to take me to the back of the barn? Who wants I'd love that. I'd love that. Mr. Tough Guy. You know, he's Mr. Tough Guy. You know when he's Mr. Tough Guy? When he's standing behind a microphone by himself. That's what he's doing. He wants to bring me to the back of the barn. Oh, well, I've been in a lot of lockers my whole life. Pretty damn good athlete. Any guy who talked that way was usually the fattest, ugliest SOB in the room. Like, we need help to beat Sleepy Joe Biden? I don't think so. I'm gonna beat this man like a drum. I'm telling you, I can hardly wait to debate him. I want to debate him about corruption. Talk about corruption. This is the most corrupt president we've ever had in American history. Now, Sleepy Joe. Now, Sleepy Joe would say the unemployment rate in the great state of Ohio. No, no, you're in South Carolina. Joe, Joe, you're in South Carolina. Come up here. You ever see the guy that no, 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 it's South Carolina. It's not Ohio. And he goes, all right, Iowa? Did you say Iowa? I did that like seven times. If I did that once, it would be the end of the road, right? They'd say Trump has lost it. They like to say that anywhere. The press always asks me, don't I wish I were debating you? No, I wish you were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. That's what I wish. No, I don't see Joe Biden as a threat. No, I don't see him as a threat. Uh, I think he's only a threat to himself. What kind of leader awakens at 3 o'clock in the morning and tweets? Or 3.30 in the morning? I am a young, vibrant man. I look at Joe, I don't know about him. If he looks young and vibrant compared to me, I should probably go home. It's about what he, the way he calls people, the names he calls them. No president has done something like that, for God's sake. I mean, it's bizarre. Now, I have to tell you, he's a different guy. He looks different than he used to. He acts different than he used to. He's even slower than he used to be. No, I'd rather run against, I think, Biden than anybody. Uh, I think he's the weakest mentally. And I like running against people that are weak mentally. Episode 3, Biden versus Trump! Welcome to Episode 3, Trump versus Biden. We're going to be discussing the general election, what's likely to happen, and what the debates are going to look like this year. Um, that's honestly the most exciting part because, I mean, Trump basically tore through however many Republican candidates last year and then in the debates with Hillary. I've been rewatching those, and, I mean, he basically just demolishes her. 
I think Hillary honestly kind of owned him in the first debate of the three they did. Really? I mean, I don't like Hillary, but I think Trump had a really poor performance that first time. Man, no, I got some good clips out of that. I mean, like there there are some things in that first debate, which I mean, I really wish I could have could have gotten those clips in there, but I mean, he I, th I think the first debate's really where he showcased that, hey, I'm a regular guy in some sense, and this chick is a politician who's been in Washington for 30-plus years doing the exact same stuff. You know, she put on her little uh, politician salesman pitch. She, she sounds so stuffy and fake. Um, you know, Trump was just able to cut through all of that. It was impressive, basically. I think, like, you know, I mean, the the general populace of America saw that, you know, when he was basically dissecting her. And, and um... he was also, like, putting forth a bunch of, like, the, uh, like, standard kind of, like, conservative and Republican talking points that had already been established about the Clintons. And he was just able to, like, bring that up and capitalize on all that really well. Have, have I feel you like seen that when, like, uh, drew a bunch of support for him from like yeah old well, school sure. Republicans. Yeah, it, the, one of my favorite bits was, I think it was like either right before he run, started running or when he did start running, he did that that banquet thing they have, where like a bunch of politicians are there, and Trump go, says something like, <laughs> he's like Hillary always says it takes a village. And she should know, because in Haiti, she's taken several of them. Oh my God, <laughs> he really said that. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember yeah. that. Uh, it was That's stuff pretty like good. That. Yeah. I mean, and that's the, the kind was, of stuff that won him the election right there. Just saying stuff that was kind of outrageous, but everybody was like in the, like their heads, they were like, uh, "It's true." He was outrageous, so and he was able to communicate like this image of honesty is is what it seemed like. I mean, it, that's one thing I just was like taken aback watching the the first debate. I mean, a lot of it's the video component. Hillary, her face, like she's got this smile plastered on her face. It just looks so plastic and fake, um, you know. And mm -hmm. Trump's looking at her, not looking directly at the camera. He's making this like snide, like, "Do you believe this bullshit coming out of her mouth?" Like, look on his face, and I don't know. Yeah, he was really able to get in the heads of the people watching who already kind of felt that way about Hillary. And I, I think that was his biggest thing was just getting in the heads of the people that he knew were going to support him. And then, like you said, the the like the display of the perceived honesty. It was like he's just so outrageous. He has to be. He's honest. calling it like it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and then the way he was able to turn every attack on him, like right back at, like in one of the early Republican debates when Megyn Kelly's like, you've called women fat slobs, disgusting pigs, and Trump, without missing a beat, goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. It's <laughs> right. like everything they said, he just, he, he, and you know, he had done the Comedy Central roast of him, like right beforehand. Uh, yeah. literally like a month before he announced he was running. So he, 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 that seemed like a practice round for the roasting he was going to do against all the Republicans in the primaries. But, um, I don't know where you're wanting to go next, Noah, but I was thinking, let's compare since we covered Trump's <coughs> debate tactics, let's compare that to Joe Biden's tactics in the last primaries. The thing is that Biden is basically Hillary light. Like he's, he's got the exact same cadence, the same politician. Like, I mean, they've literally even 
I mean, Joe Biden literally ripped a speech off directly from Hillary word for word in and South JFK. Carolina and yeah. JFK. Exactly. Um, so it's just going to be a, it's a lot of plagiarism. And the thing is, is that Trump did so well cutting through that bullshit with Hillary. I feel like he's just I mean, especially with Joe and his like mental decline that's been going well, yeah, on. Lately. Hillary can still. You know, she's evil, but she's smart enough to make sentences like her brain still right. theoretically she's a, she's works. She's a debater. She can debate, you yeah. know. I mean, and that's the thing about Trump is, I mean, he's got this whole like a uh, stand up comedy type routine going on, which is really well, uh, works really well in debates. I mean, he's, you know, shoots from the hip, good with the one liners. I just don't see it like looking well for Joe. Well, what about election rigging? Do you think they've improved their capacity to do that is that working in joe's favor yeah so that's my uh that's my concern for the general actually that, that's what kind of seems like they've been setting it up for i i'm kind of worried that the primaries have already been tampered with we've already seen some things like i mean i don't know if you saw this stuff caleb but uh there were some screenshots going around of uh, a television channel in uh, one of the primary states basically put up a graphic of the next day's election results before the election. Oh yeah, place. I saw that yep. graphic. I saw the <laughs> yeah. picture of it and everything. Um, I guess that could have been real. It could have just been like a perceived thing or stuff that they had planned for it. it was. It, I really don't think the primaries or anything have been rigged with too much because it's just there's people and like a good majority. This is both sides, but a good majority of the Democrats are old school and they're going to vote blue all the way down, regardless of you know who it is and. They all know Bernie too, and they just look at him as uh, as literally just a socialist. So they're not going to vote for him. They're going to vote for Joe. There's definitely an he's aspect more of what that. they're used to. And because they're also the uninformed voter that literally don't even watch the debates, they just see whatever MSNBC or CBS or whoever show. They yeah, see the, the two second sound bites. They don't watch the debates. They're like they see the recap of the debates in a five minute package with just little tiny clips of Joe Biden saying something nice. Absolutely, and that's uh, and that's that probably going to count for like eighty or probably about seventy percent of the voters on either side, Man. like the people that just watch the mainstream, just take what's fit. And, that, and that's why it's, and that's why it worked in Trump's favor as well because mm. they they kept making they kept clipping sound bites like the people that the news organizations that hated Trump, they kept clipping sound bites like this is going to make him look like such a piece of shit. And then it just made people like him more because he was saying something funny. Yeah. With Joe Biden, they do the they they clip the things that are going to make Biden look the best, though. They definitely least, aren't clipping yeah, on mainstream news. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only correct. the only the only mainstream news showing Biden looking like a senile old man is Fox News. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This like conversation is almost confirmation behind. Um, my belief that they might possibly rig these elections is because it's very, you know, believable. I mean, a, a massive demographic is just watching mainstream news and a massive demographic is just going to vote for whoever mainstream news promotes to them. Right. Probably Absolutely. Biden. Yeah. Um, you know, so if they do tamper with the results and sway it in Biden's direction, I don't think anybody's going to raise any questions. I mean, if they were to try, I think they'd succeed. Is my point. Okay, I see what you're hey, saying. Yeah, like if like because they've already got support for 
enough support for Joe, they can just bump up the numbers if they're not quite what they want. Exactly. Exactly. But they could bump numbers. So they tried to Hillary, though, but it was such a big landslide. They couldn't. And what if it's not a big landslide this year? What if they do the exact same thing they did in 2016 and it's not a big landslide in Trump's favor? Those election, like whatever moves that they did in 2016 to rig the election may not have been enough to push Hillary at, to, to become the winner. But this year, it might be enough. But yeah. So no, did you see that they just had the the Utah primaries and Bernie won? I did not. Yeah, Honestly, they just had him, and I think attention. if I'm remembering correctly, he got 36 percent of the vote, and Biden got like 12. Wow. Yeah, which is also see, weird that their numbers are that low for the for like the primary two people left. Right. I mean, I think it's because there's like, I don't think there's a lot of people voting. You know, is one thing. I, I haven't seen any of the total numbers, so I can't really comment with like an informed, you know, knowledge. But yeah, me neither. But I mean, it just seems like I mean the standard people are voting. Not a lot of like the younger people who would go for Bernie Sanders don't seem to be coming out at all. That's true. But it, I mean, it seems like after Biden had all his momentum and Super Tuesday and everything like that, winning so many states, everybody assumed he was going to be the Democrat, you know, front runner and nominee. And then yeah. lately, he's just kind of like fallen out of the public eye entirely. Like that's been something that people have been commenting on lately. Like, where's Joe? Like he's been, I mean, basically holed up in his house for at least a week at this point is what it seems like. Oh, he's probably um, got the coronavirus. Yeah, that's that's a worry, man. I mean, like <laughs> all these people he's, are basically in that death range for the coronavirus. You got Bernie. He could die from it. Trump could honestly die from it. Uh, oh yeah, and to think about uh, Rand Paul just tested positive for it. He had to go. To, what is he? Uh, he's is he Congress or Senate? He's. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's, he's uh, Senate. senator. Yeah, senator of Kentucky. Yeah, so he's around. Yeah, he's around all the other senators, and the youngest one in that room is probably what 45, 50? I mean, yeah, that's like youngest for sure. I mean, chances yeah, so are the coronavirus is going to be like yeah, spread. Probably yeah, and, and apparently he used the uh, gym facilities at the Congress like <laughs> before he tested positive. <laughs> so anybody else who's actually trying to stay active and healthy in Congress, chances are they were exposed to the coronavirus. So, <laughs> Did you see what Trump oh, tweeted this morning about Michael Avenatti, the lawyer, the horse face lawyer? No. He's in jail now for like <laughs> trying to like blackmail Nike. And uh, he was... <laughs> like Trump quote tweeted a news article. It was like Michael Evanati tries to use coronavirus to get out of prison, but is denied. <laughs> and like <laughs> Trump, Trump tweeted out something like, "Oh, geez, what a shame. I, <laughs> I feel so bad for the guy. You know, he has presidential aspirations or something like I that." Did see he's that actually. Yeah, yeah. Now the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning was uh, Trump sarcastically uh, tweeting that he um. He's happy Mitt Romney tested negative for the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I am so happy that Romney tested negative for coronavirus. He would have made a horrible president and he's a horrible senator, but I like the guy. It was <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, that's uh, why he's our president. That's one thing that like, uh, I'm anticipating, I mean, and scared of. I really don't want Joe Biden to win this thing because, I mean, it's just going to get so boring. Not being able to open up Twitter and see, you know, the president's crazy tweets and attacks and shit like that. You didn't really buy it when I first suggested it to you. 
But I still think Trump is going to mop the floor with Biden so bad in those debates that a lot of people are going to give him the pity vote. Like, they're going to feel bad. I don't think so, man. I think when Trump, like, mops the floor with him, they're just going to vote for Trump. I don't know. I think a lot of people are going to feel so bad for Biden. pussies. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. What do you think? I don't think anybody's going to feel bad for Biden. I mean, Trump's going to make sure of that. I mean, he was able to get away with just saying horrible things about people, and people still came to him in droves. He's gonna, he's gonna have no business or no trouble making short business of Joe Biden. Right. He basically called Ted Cruz and Rand Paul faggots on stage, and they still support Trump. I yeah, know, I mean, he literally on long. stage in real time bullied Jeb Bush out of running for president. He's fucking <laughs> just powerful. I love it, man. What do you guys think about that stimulus bill? I actually haven't even the one that they actually agreed on. I saw Mitch McConnell uh, or somebody. Did they actually about, agree on it? I think there's. St- I think it's not gone okay. through yet. I, that might have been like a parody account. Trump on had Twitter. one, and then <laughs> the Repub- and then the Democrats came back with another one. And Nancy Pelosi had snuck all these things into the bill, like forty million dollars for the Kennedy Center to be re uh, rebuilt. What and upgraded in San Francisco? It was like all these Democrats put in like. The package, it's like all slush fund money. Like, none of it, like, it's, it's like what oh, yeah, they, what they, they accuse Republicans of doing. Well, trying to exactly give free money to, like, normal American citizens. So anybody that votes against it's going to be, like, the worst person. So they can just try to put whatever they want in Exactly. There. It's just like the Patriot Act or, like, anything else. It's like when there's a crisis, you sneak anything you can into the bill. Right. These politicians just trying to look out for themselves. Like, you know? I, I know, like, people that I respect are all over Twitter calling Rand Paul a piece of shit because he's the only one that voted against one of the coronavirus relief bills. And none of them have actually looked at what's in the bill because it, like, basically ups the powers of warrantless surveillance on citizens. And it's like, why do you need to do that for a coronavirus package? But obviously Rand Paul was the only one that read it, and now he's, like, persona non grata, like the most evil (laughs) senator on the earth. I mean, uh, people are also, like, shitting on Bernie Sanders for skipping the vote as well. I think Ann, uh, no, Tulsi was present, but he was absent, and he's been getting a lot of shit for that. In the Senate? Because Tulsi's Congress. But Rand Paul and Bernie are it in would the be, Senate. Yeah, Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Tulsi voted present on impeachment. I think she was the only Democrat that did that instead of voting to impeach Trump. Right. But uh, I don't know. What's another angle of this the Trump versus Biden thing we can go on? Because I do like the idea of just having a general discussion and then the last half we have an actual breakdown like lining up their cl- okay. their lives like, and uh, their policies breakdown what exactly though like uh, their childhoods their policies where they are current day maybe play some clips of i mean that's the thing is biden, biden there isn't much policy like on, yeah. on the only policies that biden suggests is essentially just um return <laughs> return to corporatism or return to the obama era well yeah but like what about Biden's policies when he like wrote the bill that put all those black people in jail for crack at a much, like eighty percent higher rate yeah, yeah, than the drug court laws? Yeah, yeah. all that. Um, and there's also the bankruptcy bills that he helped write. There's like, I mean, there, there's so much. And stuff then we could here. we could talk about like Biden's corruption and then Trump's mob connections and corruption in that way. My thing when there's it comes to the Trump campaign versus the Biden campaign, there's not much like. I mean, it's basically. Hillary versus Trump all over again. I mean, just in just about every way. I mean, 
when it comes to when it comes how to the policy, gener- yeah, yeah. And, well, and how the general election is going to go, most likely. I mean, I just don't see that the American people have got to be able to see, you know, uh, Biden being basically another puppet for the corporate establishment. Another corporate federal politician. He's already bought and sold. I mean, he's flip flop on everything he's ever said. So I really don't think think uh, Trump's going to have a problem. No, no. Yeah, I I honestly think like if there's no rigging going on, Trump wins 47 more states than Biden does. Because like at least with Hillary, like she seemed presidential, lover or hater, like she had she could form sentences, but by like anybody that watches Biden talk for more than 2 minutes and thinks like, "Yeah, I'd vote for that. I want him in the White House." I don't even know what to tell you cuz like with Hillary, well, nobody thinks that. That's the thing is that, and that's why they've been hiding him is because they know that if they let him out and they they let him speak for more than two minutes on end, you know, it's just too obvious. Yeah, he's still sitting yeah, in his yeah, library yeah, making videos. It. All right. Um, so Trump is uh, probably going to have to run against Biden, guys. Did you oh hear about God. that? Did you guys hear about that? That might happen. I don't know, man. No, who are these? Who are these two individuals you're talking about? I don't. I don't. I don't well, know either uh, one of Biden, these guys. Biden is this old man that used to be Obama's vice president, but I have no idea who the fuck Trump is. That's probably a made-up person, really. <laughs> Sounds pretty fake. Sounds pretty. Yeah. It doesn't even sound like a real name. Okay, hey, but what do you think about the possibility that like they might have replaced Biden with like a clone or some sort of a um, you know, I mean, he had several brain surgeries, right? Like, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be all in, on, I'd be all in on that if his clone was actually able to finish sentences. But well, if they were going to, it's a prototype. That's why. That's why it's not. It's not working correctly. I think it's more likely they put a microchip in his brain when they gave him those two brain surgeries. I think that's possible. I mean, I don't know. I've seen some pictures of Biden from when he's like fifty-five, and then pictures of him when he's sixty, and he looks like two different people. I'm just, I'm just saying. Same with Bernie, though. No, Bernie's looked the same grouch since he was like ten years old. All the They're wrinkles the on his forehead are gone now. Really? Yep. That's a Botox, probably. What kind of dude gets Botox? A, a politician. Somebody's got to be on TV a lot. Are you ty- Are you looking? I hear you typing. Are you looking this up? <laughs> I was looking up. I was trying to find comparison pictures of uh, young Joe Biden versus old Joe See? Biden. He's researching it. <laughs> Look into it. It looks like he's actually got more hair now than he used to. He lo- his yeah. face looks different. I'm just, I'm telling you, his just, face It looks, looks Botox to hell, it but I mean, like it doesn't skin look different He looks like a lizard now. He's a lizard person is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but if he is, so is Bernie. Because Bernie's forehead got stretched out. I don't know. I think out. you're just trying to, you're just trying to drag Bernie down to his level. I don't think so. I, I, think, I think Bernie's I just a grouchy man. I don't think he's a lizard person, man. I mean, at least Bernie can form co- coherent sentences. Yeah, Bernie's smarter. Like, Bernie's brain I mean, works better. Uh, let's talk about Bernie the Bernie the versus Biden debate. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, that was a shit show. I mean, but at the same time, like, I mean, Biden did just straight up lie on stage. I mean, uh, several times. Like, Bernie goes, Joe, Joe, yeah, admit. <laughs> it's like, tell the truth now. Are there not videos of you saying time and time again? 
on the Congress call, you wanted to cut Social Security spending. Joe, 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 I am not calling you a liar. I am not. I am Joe. You're my friend. You a liar. You are my friend. A good, good friend. For a long time. Joe, I know you're an honest man. Joe, it doesn't matter how corrupt you are. I will only mildly call you out for it. I will still say you're my best friend, and I will suck your balls till the day I die. But I still think I'd make a better president than you. But only kind of because I still think you could beat Donald Trump. <laughs> and I will election. endorse you. I have made it clear I will endorse you. And I will work for you. <laughs> but believe me, we are in an existential crisis. From climate change. We need a change. political revolution. Climate change is the number I, I one. I gotta say, because I was a Bernie supporter. I was a Bernie supporter. But you cannot claim that we are in an existential crisis and we need a revolution and the, the corrupt forces are just impeding the, the working man's voice and then say that you're going to support Joe Biden in the exact antithesis of everything you've been talking about for years. Let me tell you, Noah, yeah. but the this antithesis is Bernie, of this is his campaign now. really is uh, it's just we got to beat Trump. It's basically that's what it's really that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Because Noah doesn't understand that Donald Trump, and I've said this in every debate I've been in, in this primary, Donald Trump is the most corrupt, most racist, most dangerous president in American history. Don't bother fact-checking me because I'm full of shit. Yep, and, yep, and that's why I think you're full of shit, Bernie. You tell the truth about one thing, but then he's lying about the Andrew, other. I mean, how could he, like, how does he buy, like, this whole, like, Donald Trump Andrew, is, like, the Andrew worst? Andrew Jackson massacred. Andrew Jackson massacred all of the Native Americans. But he's still less racist than Donald Trump. I mean, he looks less racist. <laughs> Andrew Jackson looks less racist. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the thing. And is I'm that an Andrew Trump Jackson fan, different. man, but, like, I mean, come on. You are? I mean, everything he did besides killing all the Native Americans was pretty good. I mean, he tried everything besides the genocide. He, he busted you know. up the big banks, and then when he tried to assassinate, like, when, like, hey, you know what? I think you sound a little bit like Bernie defending Fidel Castro over here, <laughs> like a fucking uh, piece of shit. Was Fidel Castro an American president? And that, like, I no. mean, pretty close. Yeah. A few miles. So, are we all in agreement, though, that it's going to be Biden versus Trump at this point? Oh. Definitely I mean, basically, 100%. unless something happens to Biden, but they have, like I said, they've been hiding Biden, basically. If Biden dies, does it become a contested event convention and then the DNC appoints whoever they want? Um, I would think they would go with Bernie at that point, since he is in second. Mm, no, they would just they go wouldn't. with the second no, place guy. No, They'll never do that. No, no, no. See, the thing is, the, the, the DNC is already in complete control. Biden's the one they want right now, but I think something fishy's going on. I, I think something fishy's <laughs> think? going on with Biden. I, th I think, you know, he's getting ready to die. The thing is, they thought he would last into next year and then keel over so that Hillary could take control or whoever's VP, probably Hillary. Let's Kamala Harris, Hillary, somebody like that. It's going to be Hillary. I can't see Hillary. Hillary's got so much baggage and she lost the last one. I can't see the DNC really supporting her either because okay. the but, names are gone. Like Clinton, yeah, but the, like Bill's out. He was, you know, Hillary's all the Jeffrey Epstein came out. So that looks terrible. Trump, though. That could be it's not about now. beating Trump. I mean, that's all they'll say it's about is yeah, beating but it's, Trump. But that's not what it's about. Otherwise, they wouldn't have picked Biden in the first place because they know he can't beat Trump. Yeah, but it's not It's not about beating Trump. What it's about is if the nominee isn't somebody who's controlled, the DNC will lose all their Wall Street funding, all their banker, corporate funding. <laughs> 
they ha it doesn't matter if they beat Trump or not. All the money. They just need somebody who is going to be kosher for all the... And I use that word kosher not too ironically. It's got to be somebody <laughs> for the people with all the money to get behind. And Bernie is not that guy. No, Definitely. That's even, why they got rid of Elizabeth Warren so early on. It's <laughs> yeah, because she Warren was just like talked against the banks. She talked about like how she was going to do all this like it was like corporate yeah, but was stuff. But then she shit. talked about like the regulations and she stuff was. with the banks. And I think they were like, "Nah, we don't want any of that going well, that, on." She was originally talking about the regulations with the banks back in 2016 when she actually started running for president. She switched this whole identitarian politics angle. That's where she accused Bernie of being a sexist. I mean, that's when the whole Pocahontas thing happened. I mean, a little while ago. But Dude, still. what? Okay, I think Bernie actually believes his own bullshit and believes what he's saying. Warren, I think is. Just when she was like the yeah the snake. Oh yeah, she was she, she was, was trying to be the Hillary to Bernie. She was like, I'm gonna steal all Bernie's talking points, and then okay, like these these Wall Street guys and bankers, and like Mark Zuckerberg said the same thing, where they were like, we don't really don't want Warren. We really don't want Warren. And it's like they're smart enough to know reverse psychology. They want Warren. They know Warren ain't gonna do shit to they them. Do. But because yeah, but she's they, she's turned and burned think, on the establishment so, then you think so much. they got rid of her because they just didn't think she was a strong candidate then, or she just nobody, wasn't. She wasn't like the Pocahontas thing is what really tanked her, even though there's way better reasons. I don't ever think she really had that good of numbers, like when it came to polling, like when it, with actual the voters, you know. Kamala I mean, Harris was yeah. polling at one point higher than Warren ever did, and Which she dropped out lot. before even Warren. She was doing. She probably would have gotten it if it hadn't been for all the anti-pot stuff she had done, and then like all of just the Tulsi took action, out like dude Tulsi, Tulsi kept Kamala. Yeah, she did. It was great. so hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sidebar. Caleb, what do you think yeah. about, uh, like, outside of Biden, who has a chance? Do you think it'll really be Bernie if Biden drops dead, or do you think the DNC will just nominate somebody? Well, those are the only two people I see them going for. Like, they still kind of want Bernie because, I mean, Bernie talks a good game. He's always said the same thing, but at the same time, he bowed out to Hillary last time. He'll He's pretty much already said he'll bow out to Joe Biden if he doesn't think he can win. You think the DNC I think he'd be super Bernie? easy to control. I don't like for think the DNC, it would not be too difficult for them to well, yeah, just you're, you're right. the good that he could the, the, the do. And like the, the same needs, thing they're doing with the yeah. stimulus bill right now, they would just try to push all of this bad shit into any of the good shit that Bernie wanted to do. So I feel like they could get a pretty good handle on him too, but they don't really want the, him because he does have a history of wanting to do all this stuff that's anti You make a good argument actually. On some levels, I agree with you. I actually disagree with, with a little bit of that. I mean, because I think that once you get somebody into the presidency, you kind of don't have as much control over them than as you did at every step along the way up until that point. Um, I mean, it's true. it's true. Like, that's why they try to get somebody who is so much one of their puppets, because once they're in, they know they're going to do everything exactly according to plan. They don't have to have a gun to their head or anything like that. I mean, with Bernie, if he got into the presidency, I think he would actually execute on a good portion of the things he's been talking about for a long ass time. And they just don't allow that. I, I just don't think they'll allow that. I think they'll pull somebody else out of their ass like before they get Bernie. Like if, if Biden dies or something like that, they'll they'll pick some other random person. Like like um uh, like, Michelle Obama or something like that. Like they'll nominate oh, somebody. Would, no, they wouldn't know. do that. That'd be suicide. 
they've talked about it, man. There there have been rumors of I've heard Michelle Obama's name floated. I've heard Stacey Abrams' name floated. I've heard Chris Cuomo, governor of New York, um, oh, possibly yeah. because he's been taking such a, a like a hard stance in this coronavirus response. They think he has some momentum that like if he if if Biden were to you know something bad were to happen to him, uh, they could basically just float Chris Cuomo in there. And uh, you okay. could take the reins pretty easily. I, I don't really see it though. I don't see like all though, the names, like all the newcomers, like Bloomberg. That dude advertised like crazy, spent five hundred million dollars, and it didn't help him. He still lost everywhere. I, yeah, I mean, he Bloomberg, doesn't have a name out there. Yeah, he does. Bloomberg's name is everywhere, but the thing is, man, he had so many things working against him. Being, <laughs> I mean, going up against Trump for one, all that box talk and all that, like uh, uh, the mini Mike Bloomberg talk. I, I don't know, mini Mike. I just don't think he would have gotten anywhere against Trump. Plus, he's a, he's an actual sleazier version of like a billionaire running for president. He just saw Trump do it, and he's like, "I can do this too." And that's what I thought that would be. And here's good, another thing to consider: a good about, election right there would be Bloomberg versus Trump because it's like the battle of the that billionaires. That would have been great. That would have been great. <laughs> the battle of the billionaires. Um, just yeah, like Trump would WrestleMania. Doesn't matter how if Bloomberg had ten times the money, Trump still would have kicked his ass. Um, like the problem with Bernie and the problem with Bloomberg is we've never and never will have a c president. Well, I don't. Know I don't you don't know what what means? That sounds like a slur of some sort. Say it again. What you don't know what what means? Uh, yeah, no. See, it's a slur. <laughs> See, it's getting the sound bites ready. <laughs> I don't mean to offend any race or uh, ethnicity, nationality. Has there really never been a president with any? Uh, from what I saw, him. Bernie would have been the first. Bernie and Bloomberg would have been the really? first. Really, I have a hard presidents. time believing that. Somebody fact check this. Like full blooded Jew, or like I mean, because there there've got to be some other like kind of Jewy people who've been president. Well, Netanyahu's been our president really for the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't Netanyahu like on his like fourth or fifth term or something like that? I don't know. Putin runs. Putin calls the shots, man. Of what for Russia or for what are you talking no, about? No, Putin, you know, Putin see, controls Putin, everything. Putin controls the White House ever since 2016. It's not Israel. Don't even look into that because there's no way <laughs> Israel actually runs things. It's definitely Russia. Keep looking at Russia. Wow. Okay. So according to according to Bing search results, the first person of Jewish ancestry to run for president of the United States was Barry Goldwater. Yeah. Did he win? No. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Americans are too smart to elect a Jew, dude. Come on, come on. <laughs> wow, just, just wow. Racism. Uh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's not. I don't really reason, think that that's not really the reason Bernie like can't win. It's because he's a Bernie socialist. At all. Maybe like thirty years ago, it might have been something. I mean, but that's can, not really can we seriously just drop the socialist talk at this point? He calls himself a democratic uh, socialist. It doesn't. Matter. Don, Donald Trump is talking about authorizing an emergency universal basic income. I think we can just is drop the socialism. Is it a permanent universal basic income? It'll be permanent. Because most people, like people that do a laborious job, have to go to work to get paid. The companies might be able to do something, but it's not actually the company's obligation to help them if they don't want since it's their money. It's the government who's issuing the 
quarantines and everything who should be responsible for it because they're the ones saying you can't leave your house forcing you to stay at home over a virus that's not even killed 400 people yet in the united states it's ridiculous it's an engineered crisis yeah it's it's killed like a couple thousand people at this point in the united states or around the world okay wait just a second i'm on the bing and they got a coronavirus tracker bing it bitch Trying to bang this shit, but now my Chrome's acting up again. Man, this Chrome hey, Wikipedia's got a list of Jewish Bing. political milestones. Why, why are you using Bing on Chrome, man? Dude, Google sucks. Bing is the way Microsoft less censored. Rewards points to get free Xbox yeah. cards. And search on Bing. <laughs> Bing is still censored, but nowhere as much as Google. You gotta use DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo ain't bad. DuckDuckGo is better, but it doesn't have all the function. Like Bing's like a whole search engine. DuckDuckGo yeah, is kind of yeah. just like real basic. It is. Oh, here you go. The Times um, of Israel. The newspaper Times of Israel. A Jewish president, Sanders and Bloomberg, vie to break the taboo. Yeah, there's never been a Jewish president. Okay. There has right. not. Unless well, Kennedy had a little bit, but I think he was just Irish. <laughs> I think Bernie lost because he has no backbone and because he sold out his original supporters, basically. He never went hard. He never he never uh, had the energy to actually bring about this political revolution that he called for for so long. And, you know, I mean, I was one and of his, his original supporters. Suck. Okay, well, now you're just being biased. I'm actually trying to be serious about it. It's like, I mean... It, it, Back, back in 2016, he was calling for a lot of things that would have been incredibly beneficial to us if they had been enacted at that time. And the thing is, he just he sold out, man. Well, what what things could he have initiated? Uh, at that time, Citizens United was a big deal, uh, getting money out of politics and uh, the super PACs and everything like that. Which you true, know, there was actually never money in politics before <laughs> Citizens United. Right. Well, I mean, it just it, it, the the ability to funnel billions upon billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. It was a lot harder before Citizens United. I mean, taking that out would have been a good move. Just because Bernie's calling for it doesn't make it a shit move, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> taking out Citizens United has been called for by Rand Paul and like a lot of people on the right too. Ron Paul called for it. Anything that has to do like with big money, basically whoever's got the most money, like in the country or whatever, being able to like make decisions, yeah, that needs to go. But I think that's like a pretty, pretty standard thing that people think. I don't think Bernie Sanders really came up with that one. What is that? Disagree because it's Citizens United is still in law. So we're taking a fat shit. I just. I'm going to start playing fart noises every time I hear about Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, real quick, there are 827 fatal cases of coronavirus in the U.S. Does that mean deaths? Wow. Yes. So so what's the average age of all those people? Because in Italy, it's still like 83 years old. Does, Does it matter? What's the total population of the U.S.? 350 million people. We're shutting yeah. down the economy over 827 <laughs> lethal cases. John McAfee, tw- like while I was outside smoking a cigarette, I saw John McAfee tweet the statistics. And 1.3 million people die every year from diarrhea. Have we shut down the economy <laughs> for diarrhea yet? Uh, diarrhea is not necessarily contagious. And diarrhea also has uh, cures. I mean, have you seen these tweets? Uh, like, just about how... 
the president's calling for, you know, uh, uh, ending these quarantine orders and how he's going to kill us all. And they're just enti- entirely serious. I mean, people freaking out so hard saying he needs to be removed from yeah, office. Yeah, because he wants the economy open by, exactly. by Easter. Okay, but hey, Caleb, okay, do you remember yeah. when I was sending you all the theories or what I would call some of it was solid research on how this was made in the lab? <laughs> solid research. Um, yes, I remember that, yes. Okay, and you said that this whole coronavirus is going to be a big nothing burger. It's going to end up amounting to nothing. Yeah, I, mean, I agree so far, with you that the virus itself like the is nothing, but the economic and I mean, un, like me and Noah can't go to work. Uh, like almost everybody I know can't go to work because of it. So I agree the virus. I mean, I even think it was made in a lab, but I don't think it's that deadly. But the economic impact, I think, has been way more than any of us predicted it would be a month or two ago. Oh, definitely. I did not think we'd get to the point, at least this sued, where they were, like, the government was shutting down. Like, like my county just got the uh, the uh, shelter in, like, today it started, and it's going to go on for, like, a week or two weeks or something. I still have to leave because since I work at a grocery store, I am considered an essential worker. And they're so giving I you documentation for if you get pulled over, right? Um, not here. Not. I don't think they're doing that I know, here. I uh, think it's just basically in Midtown is everything giving... other than essential things, gas stations, <laughs> hospitals, um, grocery stores, and like certain drive through restaurants are the only things that are open. Everything else is shut down. Well, even in Tennessee, uh, Kroger's, and Haley got the documentation too at the hospital she works at, you have to have, uh, or I don't know if they're like already pulling people over and forcing them to show their papers, but like Kroger's is already giving out documentation to show to the cops that you actually work at Kroger's and you're an essential worker. So it's uh, like Publix work- hasn't done that for me yet, but I mean, if that becomes like an, a law or whatever, if that becomes part of the quarantine, they're going to hand that to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bullshit. It's like it literally like this it's bogus to, virus. It's like, I, I understand what you're saying, like, but it's, it's like, to stagger the please. effect because Mr. it's an incredibly please. contagious uh, Papers, virus. please. Do you have your papers? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are people putting up with this authoritarian bullshit over a virus that's killed 800 people in the United States with the average age of, like, 82? Because this virus essentially was invented or came into the knowledge of existing, like, about a month ago, total, and it's contagious and no, has no, killed no, no, people. No, it was December when it was first in the news. Oh, shit, was it that long ago? Well, okay, yeah. it's just started there, and no one really knew how serious it was, or people at least weren't taking it too seriously at that point. Um, but it's just, like, it's the contagion level of it, really. And since there isn't a cure for it yet, and don't want it to be like, like the other, um, and it was, and it's uncon- it's not contained. Like, uh, H1N1 and SARS were contained. Like, they were, they were able to, like, lock it down real fast. But those are still pretty deadly. Like the percentage rate is still pretty high for what those viruses were. So they want to make sure that nothing like that happens in an uncontained environment. Also, the thing is, we don't actually even know the lethality rate or the morbidity rate of the coronavirus because they're not doing testing. Like that's, I think, that, way more people have it than they think, and that shows because the only people getting tested for it already yeah, it takes two weeks to show symptoms so from sick. initial contact. Yeah, and they're getting they're getting tested because they're so sick from it. And that's, so, the, that's what calls this whole thing way more, question Yeah, way me. more people probably either already have had it or have it, and it's not that deadly, but the only people getting tested are the ones that are on death's door. 
my doctor explained well, it's to me that it tests what they're doing because right now. it really affects your respiratory system. So if you have like asthma or if you're old, have trouble breathing, have anything wrong with your lungs or anything like that, it's going to end up affecting the time, like you more than a normal person. Yeah. See, here's okay. Person without respiratory issues. Here's the real question, though, just to kind of tie it back into what we started off talking about. Who contracts it first or who dies from it first, Trump or Biden? Oh, I'd I mean, say Biden, Biden, obviously. Trump's got a superior immune system, clearly. And a, and a whole drawer full of Sudafed. Right. All the drugs he needs right there. Sudafed, that'll, that'll make you breathe real easy. Got respiratory issues? Pop Sudafed in. You're going to breathe like crazy. You got a hole in the middle of your head. I don't think I ever tried that. Wonderful. You got to show your ID at the Walgreens. I thought you couldn't even get like good Sudafed. quality Sudafed in the U.S. I mean, it's just pseudoephedrine. I guess it's probably just not as uh, highly concentrated as whatever they have uh, in the U.K. Because I know it's supposed to be stronger. Yeah, like what was in Trump's door was supposedly like from the U.K. Yes, it's about it's stronger. But yeah, I mean, Joe Biden, he's got like a whole bunch of health issues already. As far well, as we know, Trump Yeah, but he's got the whole deep state behind change. him. But here's the question. Like, would they even tell us if he did get coronavirus? I mean, would, would that... Would that make news, or would they keep that hidden? Oh, you they absolutely how, like, would not tell us. Uh, what was yeah, that? I think it's actually on no agenda. They're talking they about that. Right it's away like, if uh, Trump had it, though. Exactly. What's the amendment that says you can get rid of the president 20, if he's sick or unable to hold office? Twenty fifth amendment. Twenty fifth amendment. Yeah. Hmm. So, but uh, okay, there there was all the theories running around on the uh, on the social med social medias. Like when Biden disappeared for like four or five days and he didn't do any interviews and he wasn't in public at all, everybody was like, oh, he's probably dead. Right. Like he's just dead. But then he came out like after, like it got to the point where like verified, like blue check mark people were saying, like, where's Joe Biden? I think even Trump might have tweeted, where's Joe Biden? He did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so then Joe Biden does this like sh- shitty, shitty little thing from the library in his house. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like really embarrassing and he can barely talk and he's been doing like cable news interviews from there too well that's the big thing is that that's he can why barely i'm saying talk. like i mean i'm like, not gonna believe that he's even alive until i see a video of him saying today is and then he says whatever the date of that day is and then he says <laughs> and i'm still newspaper. alive and my name is joe biden and i'm still alive and today is this day's date and then i thought wait i wouldn't even believe it then because he could have just pre-recorded you know a March 30th video and said today's March 30th and I'm Joe Biden and I'm still alive. I mean, today is March 31st. I mean, it's about about that easy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm still operating on the assumption that Joe Biden is dead. And it's like a weekend at Bernie's type thing. I mean, even if he's not, they have, they've really got to address his mental decline soon because even in a couple of those interviews that he did from his basement or whatever, it almost seemed as if he was ashamed of like his inability to speak like they kept talking <laughs> over each other and then he would be like no i'm, I'm so sorry I, I i probably shouldn't i probably shouldn't keep talking yeah like he said that a lot he said <laughs> it's like i think i should stop talking did you see when he was on cnn and jake he like joe biden coughed really hard like into his fist he was like <laughs> and jake taffer taught him how to jake cough Chapman was like actually you're supposed to cough into your uh into your shoulder to now. cough into your, like, uh, that's into kinda, your arm that's kind of old school coughing into your hand like that and joe biden's like well i'm in my own house so i can do what i want or whatever he said it's like oh god uh oh boy 
And that man wants to be president. Yep. The man that uh, they release him for seven minutes and he gets in a fight and uh, threatens to fight, uh, <laughs> asks a union worker to I take it outside with him. Slap you. Oh, yeah. I'll slap you. That was crazy. What did he no, say? Not, it's like you're flying. Like you're like like that. That. What did he say? I like that. I liked when he called that fat that fat dude asked him about Hunter Biden and Nancy's son like getting the deals in Ukraine with our tax dollars like the slush fund in Ukraine and Burisma and all that and like that dude brought it up at a Joe Biden rally and Joe, but Joe Biden's like you're full of it son it's like listen here fats let's do push-ups right now fats he called him fats like twice oh and I was like oh god <laughs> I mean and what about that guy that he like basically grabbed his jacket and was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. He's like, yeah, he's like, hey, 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 hey. And it's like, calm down. You're freaking out. <laughs> he's like, he's the one screaming in this guy's face, and then he's telling him to calm down, and he's grabbing at his coat. He, like, th that's very threatening, he, man. He, like, gropes women and little girls, like, little, little girls. That's the and, creepiest shit. Dude, did you see when Jeff Sessions' granddaughter was, like, at the Senate or wherever it was? Oh, my God. Or it might have been at the State of the Union. Like, Jeff Sessions has his granddaughter, and I'm no Jeff Sessions fan, but this was creepy. And Joe Biden, like, reaches out for her and starts to grab her, and Jeff Sessions literally quickly, like, pulls her away, away from Joe Biden. God. It's just like, oh, my God. That's so horrible. gross, man. That also kind of shows, like, he kind of, like, Jeff Sessions would kind of, like, be aware of Joe Biden. and his. He knows what's going on. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, my God. I mean, Jeff Sessions uh. is a piece of shit, but he knows there's pedophiles running the Democratic well, Party. He's not saying anything. I mean, one of them almost snagged his granddaughter. Like, you should, if you know something's going on, like, well, he you was know, the see attorney something, general. say something. Yeah, he didn't do shit. That's why Trump fired his dumb ass. And Barr looks like he's not going to be any better. I mean, Barr helped cover up the Epstein murder. Yeah, that he's swamp just is not getting drained. He'll, he'll just toe the line with whoever's in charge. I will say that is my one uh, major qualm with uh, President Trump is he claimed he was going to drain the swamp, and that swamp is no closer to being drained than. It's a, it's at least more exposed now. He helped expose it, but he didn't drain it. He just shined a flashlight on it. Right. But he's yeah, got it seemed like he was trying for a little bit to do that kind of stuff, but I think it was just more difficult than he thought. It's, it's kind of hard. Just kind of caring. No, it's <laughs> kind of hard with the entire media working against you. You can't rely on them for an expose or anything like that. You know, I mean, when they're all busy going after you. Definitely. Well, yeah, that's you can't why he used to go on Infowars when he was running, but now he doesn't go on things. there anymore. Mm -hmm. I like I like the idea, like the the whole Q thing, is kind of like, like Mofax said this about Obama, where it's like word on the streets with the black people was like, okay, Obama really can't let loose until we reelect him, and that second term he can really just let loose and do what he's got to do, you know? Right. And then, like, it got even worse in the second term. But, like, that's the QAnon thing being said right now about Trump. It's like, okay, we Trump really can't let the gloves off till we reelect him in that second term. And then he's going to, you know, right. arrest all the pedophiles. And pedophile arrests up, are up, like, over a thousand percent of what they were in under any previous administration. But, like, Hillary ain't in jail yet. And he promised that when he was in the debates with her. Well, she's got to testify now, right? That is true. She has to testify. But I can tell you a couple of judges that are probably going to get two to the back of the head pretty soon yeah that's one thing that, that makes me worried is that like dude you already had one term like you you should have been able to take care of some of this shit like in your first term and the fact that you're telling me that you need another term to be able to get it done isn't very uh inspiring you yeah know, no of trust yeah that's i think it's a. Uh, I don't think trump's a messiah or anything like the q people think but i do think 
as far as like if it's all WWE and it's all a big show and nothing really changes no matter who's in there, Trump's the one I'm still going with because just for right. the entertainment aspect is really all it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's clearly not the messiah that a lot of people kind of thought he was going to be. He hasn't drained the swamp. He hasn't, you know, returned manufacturing to the U.S. He hasn't, you know, uh, legalized weed. He hasn't, you know, I mean, done a lot of the things that he said he would. Um, Second term, baby. He didn't even really build the wall. He just kind of threw no, a few sections of That's it. That's because the Democrats were blocking a man. But he, he might be about to pass the pretty easy to make. He just stacks some bricks on top of each other. I'll, I'm <laughs> going to support him because of that alone. He's going to yeah, build a wall. Happens. No, I mean uh, the UBI. If he if he gets that to pass, then I just want a UBW. Honestly, I just want a UBI. I want the universal basic wall. Honestly, it doesn't matter if Trump is going against <laughs> Biden or Bernie or uh, really any dnc candidate because he is kind of running as the most progressive candidate so far i mean <laughs> i mean when it comes to progressive things that are i mean the universal basic income being able to provide employees paid sick leave and i know this is during the crisis but i'm guessing he's gonna get a lot of these populist ideas written into law you know did his did trump's um tax forgiveness already pass where basically everybody making under 100k won't have to pay income taxes for 2020 I know he was talking about that, and I heard it was close to passing. I, I think not heard I'm not sure. That, he extended the tax amazing. deadline out to July or something like that. So there's a possibility when he extended that tax deadline, he might have also passed that uh, tax forgiveness. I kind of right, want to well, see whatever this uh, new uh, relief plan is, because apparently, Caleb, we did find out that they did pass a stimulus plan today. Oh, they did pass? Well, let's, yes. let's read that fine print, because I'm sure it's going to be dog shit. It's like, yeah, we're we're gonna give you each a thousand bucks, but we're gonna take away all your freedoms in the process. Is usually I doubt that. I doubt that. It's a stimulus plan. They've be been they've been having freedoms. a hard time reaching agreement on something so far, and they well, finally the dim, did. The Democrat hopes the the one Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were trying to pass. I read like a good chunks of that, and it was just like, holy shit, the stuff they were putting in there was insane. Hey, honestly, it seems like uh, uh, Trump's been listening to No Agenda with all this modern monetary theory talk, this MMT talk, and it seems like he's putting it into practice. And he's been saying thirty three a lot. In yeah, he's been saying thirty three a lot for no reason. He'll just be like, and then uh, crazy Nancy, I talked to her thirty three. And she said, it's like, why did you put 33 in that sentence? It's weird. So weird. I think we got enough on the plate for just kind of a basic intro for Trump versus Biden. And then we can just come back to this with clips ready to rock, like a, a side to side comparison of different categories of Trump versus Biden and play clips of them. I'm going to stop recording. I'm going to stop tape. Actually. I mean, honestly, like, you know, all you need are some clips of uh, Trump in a debate and then some clips of Biden's late uh, gaffes. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I also kind of want to get clips of both of them from in the 80s because they both have some oh, yeah. good clips from back then. Well, Biden was a much better debater back then, so he's going to he's going to seem a lot better he from was those a, clips than guess what he was. He was a master debater. Oh, oh, <laughs> if you look at the world and look at the problems, it's usually old people, usually old men not getting out of the way. Senator Sanders, you are the oldest candidate on stage this and evening. And I'm white as well. Vice President Biden, I'm going to guess that uh, President Obama did not clear that remark through your campaign ahead of time. And what I'm gonna what guess do you say to him? I'm going to guess he wasn't talking about me either. Old man debating tonight on the no malarkey tour. Old man 
so old and so white says Trump's a big fat loser. If elected, you would turn 82 at the end of your first term. You'd be the oldest president in American history. Are like you Winston willing? Churchill. Are you willing to commit American history? American history. Yes. Are, are you? I was with, joking. That was a oh, joke. Okay. Politico doesn't have much of a sense of humor. Old man under the knife. He's still alive, but probably shouldn't drive. They took the top of his head off twice and make it hard to talk. What do I do? Heart attack, but now he's back yelling louder than ever about the income gap. At least his son doesn't smoke crack, but there's still a lot to mock. My good friend Joe, and he is a good friend. <laughs> he's received contributions from 44 billionaires. Hey, put your hand down for a second, Bernie, okay? Just waving to you, Joe. I know, I know. Say it alone. I know. Old man running for president, you're an old white Jew. We need someone much younger, and they should be black too. And it'd be even better if they had a vagina. Everybody. Send your smoke signals up. We gotta vote for Pocahontas. Senator Warren, you would be the oldest president ever inaugurated. I'd like you to weigh in as well. Uh, I'd also be the youngest woman ever inaugurated. I hereby call to order the convening of part two of Trump versus Biden. We now have clips that we can play. Bang the gavel, Kevin. in. Here, here. Court here. is in session. Court is in <laughs> session. Uh, before we get to, back to Trump versus Biden, I do have something that we need to uh, discuss, which is just this. I mean, th this episode isn't going to come out for probably two weeks or so, but. We still should probably mention the whole COVID-19 thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is uh, where this very important clip comes in, where the truth did come out. Do you all have to see all papers? <laughs> like, why are people putting up with this authoritarian bullshit over a virus that's killed 800 people in the United States with the average age of, like, 82? Because this virus essentially was invented. Mmm. So the virus okay. was invented. Well, I misspoke. Uh -huh. First of all, I misspoke. <laughs> it was not invented. It was it mutated from the other form of uh, coronavirus that it was. So is your out going to be? I, is your out going to be like? I meant it was invented by God. It was. It was. In, <laughs> it, it, it mutated from a man-made virus. So <laughs> technically, this one well, is not. <laughs> I don't you, think any of it was man-made. It was it's a virus that has mutated and we followed it for an, how many ever years lab. it's been around now. I, uh, some like people are calling people it the Bill Gates like virus now instead of the Chinese virus. Be found in a bat. Yeah. Cuz they tracked this Yeah, and Bill Gates and George Soros were talking 20 years ago how about they were they were going to use viruses to set up a global government. Exactly. And I mean like yeah, he's you've, he's got a consistent track record of talking about this, you know. I mean, he's kind of an authority on it and he's the one that's pushing these more authoritarian measures in response to the coronavirus. Did you see Bill Gates AMA on Reddit that he did a little while ago? No. No. He was asked 
uh, about how, like, what we need to do about anti-vaxxers and Bill Gates on his own, own Reddit AMA said we're going to, like, the long-term plan is we're going to use microchips to track and plant in people confirming that they've had their shots. Oh, my God. I would really like to see the actual whatever he said. Because on I mean, his own AMA, but I'll send you the link. But I would just like to see the actual. Well, that uh, to be honest, I can almost corroborate that because that kind of vaccine talk is rampant on Reddit. Um, I mean, Reddit is in, you know is. owned by a Chinese company. It's it's very authoritarian, and I mean, half of, <laughs> half of my uh, Reddit comments are in arguments with vaxxers or uh, uh, people that who are basically saying that uh, parents should have their children taken away not giving vaccines to their kids and I know people who believe measures that. and things yeah. like that no yeah. i know people who literally think that, that yeah. if you don't vaccinate Nuts. and get all 75 vaccines in the first year of your child's life then you should have that child taken away i mean not to mention that's that extremely, that is basically it's extremely over the top it's overriding several of your uh rights right there it's, so it's okay. medical tyranny Absolutely. but uh uh, we just let me just hear this one more You'll time for the virus fun. essentially was <laughs> because this virus essentially was invented. This virus oh. essentially was invented. This virus essentially <laughs> was invented. So when you said essentially <laughs> invented, <laughs> did you mean it wasn't actually invented? It was essentially invented. What created. does that mean? I was using it as a synonym for the word created or mutated or appeared. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, like, he meant invented not, as in, like, grew, as in it grew. I believe it mutated from a previous version of it, which they have been scientists that Phil have been talking about that for years. You should start working with Andrew Yang at CNN. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, did you see uh, Tucker savage. Tucker Carlson's piece from yesterday or the day before? I maybe he basic Tucker Carlson went on like a. 10 minute rant uh, like basically broke down how even China admits that the bat that the official stories that came from this certain type of bat and that bat doesn't exist within 900 miles of where the outbreak started. Wow. And then the, the bio, the BSL four bioweapons lab is three miles from where the outbreak started at that wet market. And then also Tucker didn't cover this part, but I sent you both a picture of, Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil, their logo. I saw that when oh, yeah. coronavirus yeah. outbreak started. Right next to the actual Wuhan China logo. And it's like the only difference is the colors, the shape, and the pattern is Everything the exact same. The same yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's very spooky. But anyway, uh, unless you guys have any other additional comments to make about coronavirus, I figure we could get back into Trump versus Biden. Just real quick as a recap or to wrap it up, I do not believe that any human being invented the virus do you think a human being has ever altered a virus in a lab yeah, potentially yeah potentially I mean, sure they admit they've before, done it but all over the place this particular one has been predicted for years like this particular mutation has been predicted for years which which would lend itself to you know that they've been planning this we could talk, we could talk about this all day pattern. i just wanted exactly. to play that iso yeah. for caleb i would just say now. i do not not believe that this virus was not created in the lab. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. Uh, we'll have to do a whole episode on this because that way I can get my ducks in a row and really make an argument. But let's see, I got a. Okay, so finishing up on the Trump versus Biden thing. Um, 
Oh, and I did actually have one. I re-listened to it this morning just to kind of get a feel for where we were at. And one thing I heard you guys talking about that I felt like I wanted to address was the, um, Caleb, you were saying if no one, I were talking about how the DNC wants Hillary as the VP for Biden, or just to get in, in a broker convention, just so that Hillary can eventually be president. And you've made the point that the DNC knows it would be suicide to pick Hillary and they don't yes. want Hillary because the DNC is running it. They don't want Hillary in there. But one thing that nobody brought up at the time that I thought about was like, wouldn't it make more sense that they would have Hillary in there because Hillary runs the DNC? It's not like the DNC runs Hillary. Hillary runs the DNC. Exactly. Yeah. I think she used to. I don't think she does now. I think she used to have a lot more power, but then when she lost the election, I think a lot of that power might have slipped i disagree i think that power was built over a long period of time um you know i think from, it was too i think know. it was built by bill but i feel like it now it has just it's gone into decline especially since the epstein stuff i i agree with ways, like right. hillary's electability it's gone into decline the people that run the dnc like soros bloomberg the Koch brothers those guys would rather have Hillary be the nominee than I mean, somebody they can't control, child. even if they know that, that she'll lose to Trump. Oh, again. I think they have other people they can control way easier than her. I feel like she would actually try to be on top. Like you said, she was essentially running the DNC for a while. So she's not just going to roll over and play ball just because she's going to have to have a reason to. Like someone like Biden, he'll just roll over and do whatever he's told to do. Right. I think Hillary is basically like there if if they could create a human being to represent their interests and run for president and then sway the country for the, in their favor like Hillary is the being that they would create. So in <laughs> my, in my perspective it's basically she is their candidate. She's who they would want most in there but they can't sneak her past the American people. We just won't yeah. let it happen. Well, so do, that's do you, why they're doing this way whole too much thing. Do you, you know, guys buy into the whole thing where, uh, when even when Bill was president, not only president but governor of Arkansas, and then when Bill was president, really Hillary was basically pulling his strings? Yeah, that that's my perspective. That seems on likely it. to me. I too. can see that. I think I think it's really like one of those House of Cards type things. I mean, she she's the one yeah. that's really you know got the ambitions. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> as far we got a shit ton of clips for Trump. Clips. Yeah, for Trump versus Biden. So I got four categories. I got two Trump categories. Yeah, so I got Noah's clips, which are all, they're all Biden clips, right? All Biden clips. And then I got Trump versus the Republicans, Trump versus Hillary, and Biden versus himself, which I think, <laughs> I mean, all of Biden clips are, are yeah. Biden versus himself. Yeah, so I think, uh, from, I didn't listen to most of them, but I saw what, from what you pulled, Noah, I think our Biden clips overlap. We both got, like, I, I know we both got the three O. Call it, go to Joe 303. Mine, mine I got a, uh, it's actually like a compilation clip of a couple different 30303. Okay. So yeah. um, if you guys are down, we'll, you want to start with Trump versus the Republicans and then move to the first half of the Biden versus himself? Sounds like a plan. All right. Sounds good. Because th th this is like the oldest shit. It's from the uh, primary debates. Let's see what we got. All right. Yeah, we'll start with uh, Trump versus Rand Paul. I got a couple of clips. Some of these are... Pretty long, but most of them are about 10 seconds. He buys and sells politicians of all stripes. He's used to buying politicians. Well, I've given him plenty of money. 
<laughs> so Rand Paul oh, is man. calling Trump out for buying politicians, and he looks right at Rand Paul and goes, "Well, I've given you plenty of money." He just cuts through the politician yeah. BS, <laughs> which I mean, I, li- I like Rand a lot, but uh, yeah. And then there's more. First of more all, Rand. Rand Paul shouldn't even be on this stage. He's number eleven. He's got one percent in the polls, and how he got up here? There's far too many people. Anyway. <laughs> Too many, it, so here's uh, <laughs> here's Rand Paul's rebuttal, and then we can kind of recap the whole Rand Paul thing. Mr. Senator Paul, your name has been invoked. I kind of have to laugh when I think, of, hmm, sounds like a non sequitur. He was asked whether or not he would be capable and it would be in good hands to be in charge of the nuclear weapons, and all of a sudden there's a sideways attack at me. I think that really goes to really the judgment. Do we want some with that kind of character that kind of careless language to be negotiating with Putin? Do we want someone like that to be negotiating with Iran? I think really there's a sophomore quality that is entertaining about Mr. Trump, but I am worried. I'm very concerned about him having him in charge of the nuclear weapons because I think his response, his, his visceral response to attack people on their appearance, short, tall, fat, ugly, my goodness, that happened in junior high. Are we not way above that? Would we not all be worried to have someone like that in charge of the nuclear arsenal? Take the- Mr. Trump. I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, that's another thing you'll notice. Like The more I was pulling these clump, the, I, clump trips, the more I was pulling these Trump clips, I just remembered, like, from back in these original Republican primary debates, it's just like impossible to not love Trump. It's like he's it's, too fat. He's so good. So entertaining. Yeah, um, he's been training with this TV stuff for a long time. I mean, these politicians, you know, they're they're newbies in comparison to him. It's reality TV. All these debates and mm-hmm. stuff—that's his forte. Mm-hmm. Is reality TV. He knows exactly what he's doing up there. <laughs> but don't you also think? Well, I don't know how true is this. Like for Trump, it seems like what you see is what you get. He's not fake. He presents himself that way. Yeah, I've got more to say on that later. I mean, it. it yeah, it seems like it, right? Maybe I'm wrong. It's not but- necessarily true, but he presents himself like I'm just a regular guy, just speaking what's on my mind, what's on everybody's well, mind. Well, not That's even regular guy. But- and what Rand Paul doesn't get is that the American people are tired of the politician shtick. Where I speak like this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to communicate and that, to you that you are safe and you can trust me. They want someone who's going to talk real, who's going to who's going to give them the truth, and that's what Trump represents. And that that's the uh, yeah. Rand Paul had the same problem, and Tulsi Gabbard had it big time. Where it's like I agree with all Tulsi's policies, yeah, you're right. and if Tulsi Gabbard was running 20 years ago, she would have nailed it. But she's way too calm and presidential, and she robotic. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even like uh, planned. Yeah, is she exactly it, very but, planned, very thought yeah. through. Yeah, and and just like way too trying to be calm and rational and rise above it, and like I like I'm gonna say what I need to say, and I'm not gonna throw any jabs. And if I do throw a jab, even at Kamala Harris, she would be like, I'm very concerned about Kamala Harris's right. record. Right. She tore Kamala Harris up, but the way she did it was not how tr- like it's the Rand Paul way. What Rand Paul was just doing, where he's like. Well, I'm concerned about someone with his temperament. It's like, no, we want some, we want some, we want some smackdowns, and that's where Trump came yeah, in and really exactly changed. Right. Well, somebody's got to fight for it, you know. Someone yeah. who's out there. It's like this is what I want. I'm doing everything I can to get it. Yeah. Just throwing it all out there. And I, I agree with Tulsi's policies way more than I agree with 
trumps in a lot of ways. But I also like Tulsi's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. If she had run against like say Obama, she might have actually posed a threat and like in the general election. Voting block. Yeah, because she yeah. speaks so eloquently. Honestly, if she really wanted to get into a position of power in today's day and age, you know, or the way things are today in the, the political climate, she should endear herself to Trump voters. She should actually drop that whole shtick of the, the um, you know, eloquent speech yeah, and come out swinging because then she could take a lot of those people. Like Bush was far from eloquent. Like he, <laughs> he held the Bushisms. And then Obama, you know, the first four years, everybody loved having that eloquent speaker. But I think after eight years of Obama's eloquent bullshit, it's almost like he ruined eloquent speakers and Trump was the yeah. antidote. Like people were like, I'm tired of hearing this polished shit. It's a voice you can totally yes. trust with actions that so far in that in political back. direction. Wanted to swing back in the apolitical direction, which was Trump. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but even Bush, like Bush would try to do what Obama could did, but he just wasn't good at it. Like Trump wasn't even trying. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That thick Southern accent does pose a problem when you're trying to sound intelligent. <laughs> I like, you know, right after 9-11, he's like, it'll take time to restore chaos, but we take will. And then, chaos. <laughs> and then he's Please. like, now watch this draft. <laughs> it's that ball. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was Rand Paul versus Trump. And then we got uh, let's do some Ted Cruz versus Trump real quick. Tonight, mm. Donald Trump was center stage in every way, accusing his nearest rival, Ted Cruz, of being too Canadian. There's a big question mark on your head. <laughs> and you can't do that to the party. You really can't. <laughs> so he's like Canadian? yeah Ted, well because like he would that's the best argument for like people say like it was racist for trump to bring up like at, like obama wouldn't even born here but he did it to ted cruz was that racist because he kept saying ted cruz was born in canada <laughs> oh my god it's i haven't looked into it far enough but it seems likely that ted cruz is not and he was not eligible because he was born in canada i haven't looked into it enough to know one way or the other but i've seen a lot of people that seem like they know wow. more about it say that Ted Cruz was actually Canadian born. That's wild. Here's another Cruz like versus Donald. Donald. He is an amazing entertainer, but his policies for most of his thank, life. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. For most of his life, his <laughs> policies have been very, very liberal. For most of his life, he has described himself as very pro-choice and a, as a supporter of partial birth abortion. Right now, today, as a candidate, he supports federal taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. I disagree with him on that. That's a matter you of principle, and I'll, and I'll tell you. You are the single biggest liar. You probably are worse than Jeb Bush. You are the <laughs> single biggest liar. All right. This guy lied. Let me just tell you. This guy lied about Ben Carson when he took votes away from Ben Carson in Iowa. And he just continues. This guy will say anything. Nasty guy. Now I know why he doesn't have one endorsement from any right. of his colleagues. All right, John, John I, I get to respond. Senator pick from the buffet there. He's a yeah. nasty guy. Now, Donald has this weird <laughs> pattern. When you point to his own record, he screams liar, liar, liar. If you want to go Where did and I support watch, it? Where did I support it? Go hey, Ted, watch, where did I support it? If you want to go and watch the video, go to our website, hey, TedCruz.org. Ted where did I support it, Ted? Out no, of Donald's own mouth. 
When we Where were did I support it? You supported it when we were battling over defunding Planned Parenthood. You went on That's television and said nonsense. Planned Parenthood does wonderful things and we should not defund them. Oh, it does do wonderful and, things, and, and, but not as it relates to abortion. So tell they me, what, do are the some, things, excuse me. what are the wonderful excuse things me. it does? There are, wonderful, are the wonderful things, things having to do with women's health. You see, you and I disagree on that. Not when it comes to abortion. That's where I John, John, the reason I tell you. Hold on, gentlemen, I'm going to turn this car around. John Roberts, Ted Cruz, with your brother, wanted John Roberts to be in the United States Supreme Court. They both pushed him. He twice approved Obamacare. All right, gentlemen. Going, uh, my oh, name right, was hold on, hold on, hold on, gonna, my name was mentioned twice. Well, hold on, we're going to tell them we're in we're in danger of driving this into oh, the yeah. dirt. <laughs> you exist. <laughs> okay, so my favorite thing about like especially with Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, like Trump just shit on them constantly. And who are Trump's biggest backers right now while Trump's president? Rand Paul and Ted Cruz go to bat right now in this day and age more than anybody for Trump You're of right. all the senators. Oh, they towed the party line. It's not even the party line. Like when it comes, like <clears throat> when, uh, when Trump's against like, um, like the whole FBI scandal where they were wiretapping him, and then like the whole FISA scandal, FBI is now under criminal investigation, or when it comes to Trump wanting to pull troops out of Iraq and Syria and Afghanistan, Ted Cruz and Rand Paul are right up to bat with him. Like they're right, they're going mm -hmm. to bat for him. They're against like the Bush policy. So he viciously attacked them, and then they still support him wholeheartedly in yeah. his administration. You know, I mean, honestly, I'm just impressed with Trump's ability to pull off ad hominem attacks, like, and, and not sound sleazy. If so, I was debating someone and then they uh, critiqued me and I immediately fired back with an attack on their character. You're a nasty I guy. I would come off as the nasty guy. Yeah. But Trump does it in a way where he's just, he's just telling the truth, you know? <laughs> you got anything, yeah. anything to add it there, just, too? Yeah, it just shows, yeah, exactly what Noah was saying. It's like the ad hominem attacks. It's like they're trying to do everything like normal against Trump. It's like, oh, I'm just going to attack him like another politician. But then he could just shoot back with whatever he wants because he has no political background. He has never done anything on a political level before. So he can, like, you supported this. Like, yeah, so what? I supported this other aspect of it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. But so I he actually could do want to always point get out, away though. with it. Like Ted Cruz was actually right. Like I mean, Trump did support single payer health care for years. Like, well, yeah, Trump was a Democrat supported, for a long time. Yeah, he supported uh, uh, gay marriage before any of the like major Democrats before Hillary Clinton did. You know, I mean, yeah, he 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 supported some liberal policies. In fact, he's about to enact a universal basic income, at least temporary. temporary I mean, that's the most lefty yeah. thing oh, yeah. that a president has done in you know thirty plus years, probably. Yeah, when we last recorded, it wasn't passed, but now I think Trump has even already signed I it. And, passed, no. Yeah, he's already yeah, signed it. Signed into law. But yeah, that's that's going to be temporary. We'll see how that goes. He just bought my, <laughs> my <vote>. Trump bucks. <laughs> um, my vote's worth twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my buddy Webb, this old dude that I used to work with in Murfreesboro. He was like, this 1200 bucks that Trump just gave us is going to finish off Biden like a cold beer. Man. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, Biden finishes off Biden. <laughs> All right. Look, one more little bit of Cruz, and then it ties in with Rubio. You remember Lou Rubio? I've never seen anybody sweat like Rubio. And he, like, I don't have the clip, but like after he debated Rubio, Trump like dumps a bottle of water on his head, and he goes, look, I'm Rubio. Have you ever seen anybody sweat like this guy? <laughs> it's theater.
Uh, all right, yeah, here well, we go. Well, you're the only person on the stage that's ever been fined for hiring people to work on your projects illegally. You hired some no, workers no, from Poland. No, no, I'm the only one on the stage that's hired people. You haven't hired anybody. <laughs> Marco is exactly right that a federal court found Donald guilty of being part of a conspiracy to hire people illegally and entered a $1 million judgment against him. Well, you're the only person on... So, uh, that's another thing I just reminded, got reminded of. I wish they would bring this back because the last time I saw it was the Republican primaries. The freaking, the dinger, when your time's up, the ding, 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 ding. Right. I think it's right around here. Marco is exactly right that a federal court found Donald... You hear that right when Ted Cruz is talking, his time ran out? Right. They got What's, rid of that. that when their time yeah. runs out? Is yeah, that you know what ding, ding, You know why? Because then we would hear when uh, Joe Biden is saying, well, it looks like my time's about to run out and there's still six seconds left yeah. on the clock. Yeah, probably 20 <laughs> seconds left. Yeah, and then also Kristen... Christian Gillibrand or whatever her name was, that blonde chick that was running. Dude, she would interrupt everybody and go over time, like, constantly. Wait. In the Democratic primary or the Republican? The Democrat. Because that's sake, I don't remember a blonde Yeah, no, one. they don't have the buzzers in the Democrat ones. The last time I saw the buzzers and the dings was literally back in the uh, Democrat primaries. I mean, mm -hmm. the, sorry, <laughs> the Republican primaries with Trump. But yeah, they haven't brought that back since. But here's a, here's a little more Rubio. You'll have competition. You'll have so many different plans. But now he's I repeating can, himself. No, Trump. I'm not repeating. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. no, no. Talking about repeating. I watched him repeat himself five times four weeks ago. And I, I saw want you to repeat you, yourself five times five meltdown. seconds ago. I watched him. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not repeating myself. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, Marco Rubio did have a good comeback there. It was like, it's like, I watched him repeat himself five times for the last five months. He's like, I watched you repeat yourself five times five seconds ago. I was like, yeah. Rubio. That's pretty good seeing. It's kind of wild that Trump was able to manhandle all those people because, I mean, he's basically just getting ganged up on. Yeah, he was like, they're all going after him. And I loved, like, even the first clip I played with Rand Paul. He's like, why, why is Rand Paul even here? We should only have 10 people on the stage. He's pulling at 1%. How did he get up on the stage? <laughs> uh, all right, here, here's where it starts getting fun, though. A little bit of Jeb Bush versus Trump. Obviously, the war in Iraq was a big, fat mistake, all right? Now, you can take it any way you want, and it took, Je it took Jeb Bush, if you remember, at the beginning of his announcement, when he announced for president, took him five days. He went back. It was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. Took him five days before his people told him what to say, and he ultimately <laughs> said it was a mistake. The war in Iraq, we spent $2 trillion, thousands of lives. We don't even have it. Iran is taking over Iraq with the second largest oil reserves in the world. Obviously, it was a mistake. So George Bush made a mistake. We so, can make mistakes, but that one was a beauty. <laughs> a beauty. Oh, it was a, that was a beauty of a mistake right there. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I got I got a bunch. Now that now that we're past the Ted Cruz, Rubio, and Rand Paul, I got a bunch of Jeb clips just because the Jeb stuff. Jeb is a mess. Oh my God. Jeb is a big, Jeb. fat waste. Jeb is an overweight uh, sheep, and uh, Trump is like a wolf that's... <laughs> Oh, upon him. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's um, so. Here's the here's the rest of that clip we just listened to. 
But that one was a beauty. We should have never been in Iraq. We have destabilized right. the Middle East. But so you, so I mean, so you, so you still think he should be impeached? I think it's my turn, isn't it? You do whatever you want. You call it whatever you want. I want to tell you, they lied. Okay. They said there were weapons of mass destruction. There were none, and they knew there were none. There Boom. were no weapons of mass destruction. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, the crowd booing. A bunch of warmongers. When a member on the stage's brother gets attacked, I got brother about gets five or six. Do I get to do it five or six times, or just once? Nice. Responding to that. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah, I, I clipped it at the end right there, just because Jeb's nice. like, "So here's the deal." Literally, like straight out of Biden's mouth, Jeb's like, "So here's the deal." Bushes and he did. He missed the look though. He should have said, "Look, here's the deal, folks. It ain't a joke." <laughs> did no, you, no more. Did you see what? Did you see Biden's podcast? He's starting what he called. Here's it? the deal. He's calling it. Look, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. I don't think it's called look. I think it's just here's the deal. Is it okay? Yeah. I thought but it was. Look, if it was look, deal. here's the deal. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, finishing this one up here. So here's the deal. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of Barack Obama blaming my brother for all of the problems that he's had. And frankly. I could, I could care less about the insults that Donald Trump gives to me. It's blood sport for him. He enjoys it, and I'm glad he's happy about it. He but I am sick and tired, I am sick and tired of him going after my family. My dad is the greatest man alive in my mind. Yeah, he killed Kennedy and everything. And while, while Donald Trump was building a reality TV show, my brother was building a security apparatus to keep us safe, and I'm proud of what he did. Love the Patriot Act. Ding, ding, ding. He's had the gall to go the after World my Trade mother. Center came He's down. He's had the gall to go after reign. my mother. Remember that. Hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> He's had the gall to go after my mother. That's not keeping Look, us I won safe. the lottery when I was born 63 years ago and looked up and I saw my mom. mom my mom is the strongest woman I know. She should this be running. A <laughs> she should be running. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, God. But I mean, it was just like. First of all, that's the first presidential debate I've seen maybe since Mike Gravel way back in the day where somebody's calling out the bullshit wars and Trump was just calling that shit out. Uh, yeah, I'll say in the same 2016 year, I mean, it was really Trump and Bernie who were anti-war, non-interventionists. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Of the two, yeah. Other than, it's, it's other than third party, like, was, like Gary it. Johnson and yeah, Jill and Stein. Like Jill Stein yeah. yeah, Gary Johnson and Jill Stein were too, but... They're not really and candidates. One thing Trump has really followed through on. He hasn't started any new wars. Yeah. And pulls, he's been pulling troops out. Yeah. yeah. Kept us from going in at least. <laughs> yeah, because even he was even honest about it up front. He was like, we're going in. We're letting China take all the oil. So we waste all our troops' lives. We waste all we waste trillions of dollars. And China gets the oil. We don't even have it. Iran's taking control. Because cl the Clintons and the Bushes and the Obamas were all working for China, basically. I mean... Everything they did benefited China. NAFTA, TPP, all those different, uh, you know. Yeah, and then just letting deals. them take all the oil and lithium when we spent all those lives and manpower and money getting it secured. I think this is an area where the populist right and the populist left actually completely have the exact same views. You know, they're, they're completely yeah, invest in the deals. citizens in the country, yeah, not yeah, these stupid wars. These wars. You know. All right, uh, I got a lot more jeb to get through, so I'm gonna keep moving. Donald, you know, is great at at the uh, one-liners, but he's a chaos candidate, and he'd be a chaos president. He would not be the commander-in-chief we need to keep our country safe. Jeb doesn't like it. He he doesn't like it. He likes order. Order. 
Chaos mm -hmm. is bad. Order is good. That's why my dad killed JFK. This is a tough business oh, to run for oh, president. Oh, I know. You're a tough guy, Jeb. And, it's, and we need to have a leader that is pr real tough. You're never going to be president of the United you're States tough, by insulting Jeb, yeah? your way to well, the let's presidency. let's see. I'm at 42 and you're at 3. So, Doesn't so matter. far, I'm doing better. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb was totally wrong. <laughs> totally insulted his way to the presidency. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, God bless it. All right. More Jeb. Honestly, I think Jeb is a very nice person. He's a very nice person, but we need tough people. We need toughness. We need intelligence, and we need tough. Jeb said when they come across the southern border, they come as an act of love. You said in September 30th that ISIS was not a I, I, Am uh, I talking or are you talking, Jeb? I'm you talking right back. now. I'm talking. You can go back. You're not talking. talking. You interrupted me, September 30th, Jeb. Are you going to apologize, <laughs> Jeb? No. Am I allowed to finish? Yes, one at a time. Excuse go ahead, me. Mr. Am Mr. I allowed to finish? Go ahead, Mr. Trump. So, little of your again, I, there, right? I, know, uh, I know governor, you're trying governor to build Bush. up your energy, Please. Jeff, but it's not one, working one very well. One at a time. Well. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> Low energy Jeb trying to build up his energy. Uh, All right, here's Jeb's rebuttal here. Donald, uh, you're not going to be able to insult your way to the presidency. Again. That's not going to happen. And I do have the strength. You're moving over further and further. Pretty soon you're going to be off the end. <laughs> so he's like, he's because he, Trump's the front runner. He's in the middle of the stage. He's like, Jeb, you started off over here with me in the middle of the stage. You're moving over further and further to the end. Pretty soon you're going to fall off the side. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just incredible. He's this, just so savage. Oh, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, they just it's boxed him up and threw him away. It's impossible not to love this guy. It's, I don't know how it went over my head back when these debates were going on because I should have been way more happy at the time because it was going to be Bush versus Clinton again. It was going to be Bush, another Bush or another Clinton. Yep. And Trump just threw a monkey wrench into that. And yeah. I just was not, I was not on the Trump. Tr like that's the more why, I watch this, the more I'm like, how can you not love Trump? It's just amazing. That's why they, they've been fighting him so hard ever since they give us two fake choices. And the American people said, no, we pit, we picked the, the, uh, uh, you know, wild card candidate yeah and you know and and it messed up the power structure the the back and forth between the the establishment right and left yeah no it, it was That's literally like, like we, we had two family dynasties coming in here and just making fun of everybody <laughs> we're novelty <laughs> here's uh here's trump after the debate with jeb you and jeb bush you and jeb bush had a little back and forth um admittedly He's low in the polls. He got pretty fired up. Why even bother going there with him? Well, you know, honestly, he's a very high-quality person. I like him. I actually like him. People say that can't be possible. It is possible. I respect <laughs> him and possible. I like him. But he's having a very hard time, and he is very low in the polls, and I'm very high in the polls. <laughs> people, I, say, I, I like, like Jeb, but I like better. him. People say it's not even possible that I like Jeb, but I do. <laughs> he's uh, very low in the polls. I'm very high in the polls. <laughs> uh, according to, this, uh, to what you said on one of the talk shows, you got Hillary Clinton to go to your wedding That's because true. you gave her That's money. True. It's true. Maybe it works for Hillary Clinton. I was, excuse it doesn't me, work Jeff, for anybody on, Jeff, this, on this stage. I was a this, businessman. I got along with Clinton. I got along with everybody. Yeah. That was my job, to get along with people. But the simple I didn't wanna, fact is... Excuse me. One second. No. I the didn't want to... Jeff, oh, you cannot take... More energy tonight. I like no. that. Look, <laughs> I was asked the question. I didn't want... It was my obligation 
as a businessman, to my family, to my company, to my employees, to get along with all politicians. I got along with all of them, and I did a damn good job in doing it. <laughs> More energy, Jeb. I like that. No you one's do. on his tier. No one. It's no one. No, no one could. No one can beat Trump in a debate. Yeah, that's the. And that's. Tell me what you guys think about this. Like you, you two, Caleb. Like uh, I started like right now a um, score sheet so that we could rank Trump versus Biden when it came to debating, when it came to sense of humor, when it came to their policies, when it came to like what they said in the 80s. And I, I just realized like this is going to be a waste of time because every single Trump's going to win every category from all three of our votes. Like, am I right? Like it was, it was like, just going to be pitiful. Definitely. It was going to be like a hundred to zero in Trump's favor. So yeah, I just was, I figured we wouldn't even bother scoring it. Like the more I listen to these clips, I was like, "We're all just going to be agreeing that Trump wins every category." I'm tr I'm just trying to rack my brain for somebody who's run for president recently who could actually pose a threat to Trump in a debate. I I still stand by. I still think Trump would come out on top, but I think the best two choices would have been Bernie and Tulsi Gabbard to de to to, uh, to debate Trump. Him. Yeah, I think you're right. That combo might have, might have. Because Trump something. even like on Twitter in an interview says he respects Tulsi and Bernie and like he doesn't really have anything bad. I mean, he would find bad stuff to say about him, but he doesn't have, he so far has not had anything horrible to say about Bernie other than calling him crazy Bernie. And he says, I've never seen him say anything bad about Tulsi. Only he good supports things. Bernie. Like, I mean, for the most part, when it got all his tweets and stuff, he's always criticizing the DNC and the corruption and calling it out. It's per it's perfect reverse psychology. It is. Yeah. Because Bernie's now the only one I didn't want her to pick. Yeah, yeah, and he means it, but yeah. now they think he doesn't want to run against Bernie because, or he does want to run against Bernie because he says that he doesn't, it's just like, yeah, he's, it's. The, he's playing everybody. Yeah, the words 40 chess get tossed around a lot with Trump, but I think it fits in a lot of those, in a lot of mm -hmm. situations. So <laughs> I think, I think Bernie's the only one who could really go up against him because Trump would have some stuff to say about him, but not a lot. Because there's just not a Bernie. lot to say about him, I don't he's think. He's crazy as a bed bug. Right. He could say that kind of stuff, but that doesn't go too far, you know, because it's well, just like all these crazy. Because like, well, Tulsi, like, Tulsi has a lot of criticisms of Trump, but like Trump actually pretty much, other than when it comes to like climate change stuff, Trump and Tulsi are on the same page with almost everything. And a lot yeah, of but Trump are. eats Tulsi up every time in the debate, every single time. As far as entertainment value goes, he's a thousand percent better. Well, I, I'm, with you, I'm with you, Caleb. I, mean, him. I, th I think he would... He wouldn't have a lot to attack uh, Bernie on. Where Bernie would fail is when it came to high-speed exchanges. Once they started speaking fast, I mean, Bernie just probably can't keep up with Trump. That's where he would need Tulsi to be able to step in and and and, and pick up the pace. You well, know? even Tulsi doesn't. I've never really seen her like speak fast. She is, she is younger though. I mean, just yeah. just on a you and know he, and like. Trump could attack Bernie on his looks all day, but Tulsi's actually hot. So what's he gonna do? Be like, <laughs> right. what do we need a hot president? Well, maybe it'll throw oh, him off. I, I, mean, I don't think we need a hot lady as president. Okay. You okay. could totally use that against her. You should have been in one of my beauty pageants, not in the White House. All right. <laughs> you could have been Miss America. <laughs> could have been my second wife. All right. Let's. This is probably my favorite Jeb clip right here. Mr. Trump, take 30 seconds. Well, let, let me just, you know, he wants to be a tough guy. A lot of times, you'll have, you'll have, and, and it doesn't work very well with How that. tough is it a to take of times, property from you, an elderly talk, woman? Let me talk. Quiet. How a tough is it? A lot of times, a lot of times, 
That's all of his donors and special interests out there. <laughs> so, that's what it is. That's what, and by the way, let me just tell you, we needed tickets, you can't get them. You know who has the tickets for the, I'm talking about to the television audience? Donors, special interests, the people that are putting up the money. Who it is. The RNC told us we have all donors in the audience and the reason they're not loving me, the reason they're not, excuse me, the reason they're not loving me is I don't want their money. I'm going to do the right thing for the American public. I don't want their money. I don't need their money. And I'm the only one up here that can say that. Wow. That was, that was strong. Yeah. And then <clears throat> another thing you'll keep, you'll notice like Bernie and especially Trump in the debates always get booed by the audience. Mm -hmm. Even though they're like the populist anti-establishment candidates. The audience, I mean, there was that whole thing with uh, a couple debates ago when it turned out it cost like 1500 yeah. bucks just to get a shitty seat in the debate. Mm -hmm. It's all like special interest people. So Trump was right about that. Like the yeah. audience is, they pack the audience. No normal person has $1,500 to drop on a two hour event. You know, I mean, no matter what it is. Dude, that's, that's more than three Bonnaroo's. <laughs> exactly. to watch an hour That's and a, a half of, of old men debate yeah so like yeah it's it's nuts um but yeah you'll notice like and then like when like trump will say something and the, the, you'll notice this more in clips coming up too where trump will say something that's just hilarious and he gets all booze and then biden will say something that makes no sense and it'll be a round of applause from the audience right you mean bush or bush and biden but you'll, okay, later yeah. on you'll see biden yeah. too we, we cannot elect somebody that doesn't know how to do the job. This is the man that was a managing general partner at Lehman Brothers when it went down the tubes and almost took every one of us with us, including Ben and myself. He was such a nice guy. And he said, oh, I'm never going to attack. But then his poll numbers tanked. He's got very, that's why he's on the end. <laughs> he was, I think he was, that yeah, that was, I, I should have set that up better. He was talking about John Kasich there. John Kasich, the governor of Ohio. I've never seen a man eat pancakes in such a disgusting fashion. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. Well, the more I listen to these all in a row, the more it's like Trump is just treating this. He treated all of it like a reality TV show. And that's why he won, because he's just able to capture people's attention and be entertaining. Just yeah. treated it exactly like a reality TV show. And like show. I mentioned in the, in the first half of this episode, like he literally did the roast of Donald Trump on Comedy Central like a month before all this. That's what I was about to say. Is he should do uh, he should do kill Tony when he's done in the presence. Oh, dude, if Trump starts doing see if, I think Tim Dillon tweeted that out like he tweeted a video of Trump like from the last couple of weeks and he was like give this man a Netflix special. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the classic everybody knows it, but I couldn't not clip it. You've called women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account? Only Rosie O'Donnell. No, it wasn't. For the record, it was well beyond Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, I'm sure it was. Your Twitter account has several disparaging comments about women's looks. I think the big problem this country has is being politically correct. That's another big winner. Just killed it. Man. That's a big winner. The biggest country, This another big problem this country has I mean, is being politically I'm not correct. a Trump fan, believe it or not, but I'm just liking him more and more re-listening. I know, dude. It's so hard not to fucking love this guy. 
it's super easy to see why he got elected. Yeah, and in some even even I thought it was like even I when he was running against Hillary didn't see it coming somehow. I thought it was all part of the plan that he, like just somebody Hillary could beat easily, but the more you go back and just look at what was going on, it's like people were sick of being told what they couldn't joke about or couldn't say mm-hmm. and they were sick of bullshit politicians and they were sick of China screwing us over on trade and they were sick of these dumb wars like Trump knew exactly whether he followed through on all of it or not doesn't matter he was he knew how to get everybody on his team right. and then the media and then like a, and like uh Eddie Bravo says the same thing every and other people I've heard it but Eddie Bravo's like Trump had me he Trump had me won over when he called CNN fake news. Yeah, uh, that, that's when I noticed a change when it came to people sub- switching to because Trump. everybody already knew the media was full of shit. So as soon as like we have now like a president elect or a major nominee for the first time in American history, as far as I know, at least since there's been television, the first time I've seen a president just say like the media is full of shit call out the media directly everybody knows they are but now the you have the president the guy in the white house calling it out and that's i mean how can you not love that i mean i think that's what the american people need most right now that i don't hear a lot of people talking about i mean is breaking up the major media companies i think that's something that the american people are have been wanting for a long time and 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 trump was just a symbol of that yeah i don't know how you'd break them up you got to. There's six companies. Well, I think Only six. I think uh, definitely an oligarchy at this point have to put some kind of limitation on what they can do. Look, the government's yeah. done this as long as we have a free and open internet. Companies though. that people thought were too big to be broken up in the past. I mean, there have been presidents who have really busted companies apart. You got to do as it as long at a certain as it point. Be, doesn't become state-run media. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like a better option than breaking them up is just like. The more and more people just don't care what they have to say. So once nobody's but watching so them, big, they're yeah, not. But, they're not gonna. They're not gonna go out of business so once people stop watching. So yeah, but they. I mean, they CNN has to pay airports so that they'll be played. They have to pay McDonald's to play them. Yeah, but they have the m- biggest advertising infrastructure with big pharma. That's going away. Though. Companies. That's going away, especially if this coronavirus gonna, knocks out the boomers, maybe, dude. Maybe, but who's going to no, play pharma ads? It's like a like Alex Jones always says. CNN and Fox News are broadcasting to geriatric homes and airports. Nobody's watching that shit. I, I think you're right if if we let things take their course over the course of the next 10 more to and 20 more, years. More and more, as long as the internet becomes continues to be free and open and people... And it, it, the main problem, I, I'm way more worried about social media censorship than I am about right. the media. Same I want way. I want people to be to have an alternative. As long as there's even playing like an even playing field, Nobody's watching the media. The only reason anybody's watching any of this cable news right now is because of this coronavirus it's, dog shit and they're stuck in their house. It's easy to say that, man, though, but d- there are some people who just consume Fox News, MSNBC, CNN all day long. And, and there's, a, there's a massive percentage. I mean, that's well, why Fox Joe News Biden definitely has is the literally range. the Democratic frontrunner. Yeah. Out of all those people there, he was the least qualified if you just listen to them. And just speak. name recognition. I but bet some of those, I bet a lot of those votes, people him. don't even watch the media. Yeah, name recognition. But it's also the media, man. It's also the massive, like they blacklisted, they blackballed uh, Tulsi Gabbard. They've, they've been attacking Bernie Sanders the entire time. I mean, my issue is just that the the there is a massive percentage of the American people that consume only establishment media, 
and breaking up those companies would do a lot more for liberty and freedom and free the freedom of uh, exchange of information. Also, we know the CIA. A mockingbird, <laughs> yeah. Mockingbird. We know they've Anderson influenced Cooper these, admittedly these exact worked for the same CIA. companies. Probably I just don't does. see how you can bring about change if the exact same infrastructure <laughs> never moves. Yeah, the same I think people the, are always there. But less and less people watch or care about that bullshit now more than ever. I don't know. What do you think, Caleb? What do you think? Is a is it a better idea to break up the media companies or to um, but stop the course. social media censorship? Because for me, I think social media censorship is a bigger problem. Well, both would be good. Well, definitely you could do both. And I, I think the bigger thing is just like what you're saying, there's going to be a slow burnout of like the typical cable news channels. It's going to take 10 happening. to 20 years. It's already but happening. In that time, they're gonna in that time they're gonna be able to just restructure and figure out another way That's to feed it to people. So yes. it'll probably be through social media where they'll just transition, and then they'll just do the same thing they're doing, but through social media, through any other form of media that they know people are rapidly consuming, whether it be uh, like video games or streaming or just mm -hmm. like Twitter, anything that people consume, they'll figure out a way to get into it, and then to have their opinions, and their opinions will just be whoever's paying okay. the most money. So their advertisers will just be having their opinions put through for uh, through whatever channel they decide to go through. I think the bigger thing to do to really f try to fix some of this would be the people that are advertising, the people that are donors to these massive conglomerates. Because, I mean, you can try to break them up, and it might work in the short term, but probably not in the long term. It's to just make their, uh, their advertisers, all the money that they get, extremely front and center and then limit the kind of advertising that they're actually allowed to show. Like the fact that yeah, pharmaceutical companies are only allowed to advertise in two wrong. countries in the world. Right, New Zealand. Um, here. But I think you're right, Caleb. Yeah, no, I, that, that, that's something I hadn't thought about. You can't slay the beast. If you if you give it, it time and just let it die out, they're just going to restructure, man. They're just going to they're just going to get well, and, infect the um, new industries that are popping up. Look at podcasting. And Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden are making a podcast. Like, I mean, yeah. the establishment is already affecting uh, this. Um, no Agenda actually, uh, about I guess it was about a year ago, was really covering this ad nauseum because especially Curry has all this um, experience in the advertising field and marketing. But there's a direct correlation between the media's decline and their irrelevancy and the social media censorship that they really did a great job over the course of six months, every other episode they pointed out. And what it is is, and you can actually watch it. Um, it's not just No Agenda pointed out. Like, you can just watch cnn and read the new york times articles i mean you have cnn anchors like oliver darcy and um brian stelter where they mm -hmm. they spend their whole show for for three months they spent almost every episode they had every day complaining that facebook and instagram hadn't banned alex jones yet or that twitter hadn't banned mm -hmm. alex jones yet because he, he was getting way better ratings so they're like fuck this these guys need off same thing with like the New York Times just complaining and complaining and complaining about alternative media like Jimmy Dore or anti-vaxxers. Like they have the mainstream media is like we have to pressure these advertisers that advertise on YouTube and on Twitter and on Facebook to get these guys kicked off because they're eating our fucking lunch. Mm -hmm. Like that was really all it mm -hmm. came down to. But it's, it's all about it's, money. It's all about yeah, advertising it's dollars, too, especially on these kind of too. platforms. So if you see somebody else is taking away your viewer base, you have to get them back somehow. So attacking them is probably the easiest way. But you yeah, also got to give the people something to like incentivize them. So That's what Dvorak said. Dvorak was like, what took these idiots so long? 
because for the longest time they weren't trying to lobby in the news to get everybody banned. It's like what took them so long to come up with this idea to get their audience. They didn't have to. to they didn't have to for the longest time. They had the audience. Well, yeah, that's true. There, it's really gotten now, bad now. Like, now the internet has allowed people to look at stuff like Alex Jones or No Agenda or anything like that. Stuff that they would have never, like people like in the eighties, never would have had access to that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Only the Navy had the internet back between. Well, the eighty, the internet was around publicly in the eighties, but in the sixties, that like nobody had the internet. Say, like there, there was. Like, <laughs> it wasn't mainstream until the late nineties. Yeah. Um, like there was just not the capabilities at that point in time. Only recently have those become easily available to most people. All right, for the uh, Trump versus Republican clips, I got three more, and then we'll move on to right. some Biden. Um, this is uh, th- what's fu- what well, the reason I pulled these is because Trump was so funny in those debates that the SNL version of the debates was just not as funny as the real thing. Live from the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas, it's the Republican Debate with your moderator, Wolf Blitzer. Good evening. For those of you who missed our earlier undercard debate featuring Mike Huckabee and Rick Santorum, well, the results are in and everybody lost. <laughs> we begin with the front runner, Mr. Trump. Your opening remarks. Debates are stupid. You should be paying me. And Wolf Blitzer looks like Papa Smurf. Oh, that was pretty good. May I take a, a desperate swing at Donald now? Go ahead, Mr. Bush. <laughs> this is what he does. He says these offensive things, then he bullies anyone who challenges him. Well, guess what? You can't insult your way to the presidency. Oh, really, Jughead? Because I'm at 43, and you're at three. Jeb, you're a nice guy, but you're a lightweight, and I know for a fact that you pee sitting down. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's Honestly, like, it that was wasn't funny. that funny. It was funny, but it was nowhere as funny as Trump's actual debate. It would, it would debate. just be funny if Trump had said, yeah. Jeb, you pee sitting down. Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, they, they got a good little Rand Paul jab in that I like. Listen to this man. He's trying to start World War III. Uh, sir, we're not taking comments from the audience yet. <laughs> No, I'm Rand Paul. I'm up here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no, I'm Rand Paul. I'm up here riding my dad's coattails. Uh, oh, but yeah, sorry. It, I mean, even SNL. I mean, seemed like they were kind of taking Trump's side on a lot of this before they actually realized he was going to win. Then it all shifted. Now they hate Trump. But um, I mean, they had Trump hosted SNL. While he was running for president. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's actually, it wasn't that bad of an episode. Okay, well, it looks like Jeb's got his courage back up. <laughs> He's ready to take another run at Trump. <laughs> Mr. Bush, go ahead and say out loud what you've been quietly muttering to yourself. Trump? I mean, this guy's the chaos candidate? Am I right? Chaos? Is he for real? No, man. Jeb, you're a very nice man. But you're basically a little girl. <laughs> Folks, this is true. I got hold of Jeb's birth certificate and full disclosure. His real name is Jebra. That, that is not true. That is true. Yes, it is. Jebra. Jebra. That's not my name. That's not my name. Hey, Jebra, loser, say what? What? Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Do you agree? I think Trump was funnier than SNL's version of it. Much funnier. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. But, because uh, what he said was actually like real, you know, <laughs> it was in front of yeah. millions of yeah. people. It was spontaneous. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't scripted. Yeah. That's a good point, too. So, yeah, I guess next on the list, let's listen to some Joe Biden clips. So, I, I clipped a couple of them. No, you got a bunch of them. So, plenty. Yeah. So, let's, let's do what I got for Biden. And then I know there's, I didn't listen to your clips, but I saw just from the titles that I know there's going to be one or two that overlap. So, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Will do. But, yeah, these are, these are all real short because, it's real hard to listen. It's like it's hard to listen to Biden for more than a <laughs> ten second period. Let's hear what Sleepy Joe's got to say. My name's Joe Biden. I'm running for in this case, running for president of the United States. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other person. <laughs> no vote for me. There's Joe Biden. I you don't really want to do this. Person. He's actually said that to like people that criticize him at his rallies he's been he's, like he said this multiple why don't you times. vote for the other guy there are yeah. multiple recordings yeah yeah it's, it's come on joe what are you doing and by the way it's cost a lot of money it cost about 740 million billion dollars over 10 years wow that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah i called the, i called that clip and the next one joe biden can't numbers and joe biden can't numbers too <laughs> Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth, a trillion four hundred billion worth, out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it so much. I just had a stroke. (laughs) Yeah, that was. Oh, that's just awful to listen to. That is just. This one is just still one. I I think I yeah I saw Noah clip this one too, so we'll play his version later, but. This Joe three three zero three zero. If you agree with me, go to Joe three zero three three zero and help me in this fight. There's a much better one. So than he too. <laughs> so he's, how do you go to that number? How do you go, <laughs> go yeah, to, to Joe? Through, it's not a dot com or text Joe to three. It's just yeah, go put that to Joe. Google Maps and it's gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put a longitude and latitude. Where put, is Joe three 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 zero three zero? You put like your, your longitude and latitude. Where's Waldo? And they put a three zero three zero three in every page. You get like your geo tracker in. Also, Joe does like the number thirty and thirty three. You might notice. Well, Trump likes thirty three a lot. At least he likes thirty. I think. Yeah, Joe likes Joe just likes any kind of number as long as he doesn't have to say it. Yeah. Oh, here's a here's a good. I like this one. Pe- President Trump. President Trump and the Democrats around demagogues around the world. I've got that one. President Trump. President Trump. <laughs> President Trump. He also calls him Donald Hunk. <laughs> That's what he no, really I'm sorry. thinks. Donald Donald the Hunk. Truth will come he out. Says Donald Hunk. Hunk. Yeah, he said Donald Hump a couple times. Yeah, here's Donald <laughs> Donald Trump poses a what? Donald Trump does pose an excellent strength to this. The it's not hypothetical. An existential. <laughs> it's not hypothetical. And here's oh, here's another classic. It's not as good as him calling the the kids that sat on his lap and touched his hairy legs roaches, all the black kids. I learned a lot about roaches. I love kids sitting on my lap. It's not as good as that, but this one's pretty close. 
We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Oh. Uh, here's, I don't even remember what this one is, but it, apparently I have an idea because I titled it Biden Still Can't Numbers. We provide efficiency for appliances. That saves billions of gallons of gasoline. I mean, billions of uh, two point, I think it's $2.3 billion worth of, excuse me, $500 billion in savings and two point something billion metric tons of CO2 going in the air. I have no what idea was what he was even trying, trying to say. <laughs> Gobbledygook, dude. Here's my personal favorite just because, you know, Joe Biden's a liar, but this is the truest thing he's ever said. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> I don't think he really thinks about the words as they leave his mouth. He processes them afterwards. His brain just starts going. He's like, I have to make words right now. Words have to come out of my mouth. Confident words. Words are confidently. Oh, man. Got to say them emphatically. Yeah. I with, already every, am... with their fifth word being emphatic. Look, this is an ex-Trump uh, threat, existential. It's not hypothetical. It's not hypothetical. <laughs> all right, so that was about all the Joe Biden. I, that was all the Joe Biden I had, but also all the Joe Biden I can take for a minute. Yeah, let's let's get back to... Uh... Yeah, so we did Trump versus the Republicans. Now I got Trump versus Hillary. There's some good ones in here. This, uh, these are actually uh, the clips... It's the first couple are the ones you had me timestamp. Also, up. notice um, a no. lot of these clips with Biden. He's not in debate. He's under absolutely no pressure aside from cameras, and he performs like that. So compare that to Trump being in a debate and having that pressure on him. Dude, you must start crying on stage with Trump. It's gonna be. I just like I said a long time ago, it's going to be like watching somebody curb stomp a kitten and Biden is going to be that kitten. Which is still why I stick by the sympathy vote. I think some yeah, people does. are going to feel so damn bad for poor old Uncle Joe. That's the guy we should run our who should run our country. I feel bad for him. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, but the, the first, uh, I think the first three, four of these are the ones you had me clip out, Noah, from the timestamps you said. Oh, gotcha. This is from the, the first debate between Trump and Hillary. Why are you just thinking about these solutions right now? For 30 years, you've been doing it, and now you're just starting to think of solutions. Well, actually, I will bring, excuse me, I will bring back jobs. You can't bring back jobs. Well, actually, um, I have thought about this quite a bit. Yeah, for 30 and years. I have, uh, well, not quite that long. Uh, I think my husband did a pretty good job in the 1990s. I think a lot about what worked and how we can make it work again. Well, he approved NAFTA. million new jobs, he approved a balanced NAFTA, budget. Which is the single worst trade deal incomes, ever approved in this country. Incomes went up for everybody. Fact check, false. Well, my husband did a good job. Incomes didn't go up for me. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> oh, got her. Got her. 
I uh, was against it once it was finally negotiated and the terms were laid out. I wrote about that in. You called it the gold I standard. About, well, I hope you called I, it the gold standard of trade deals. You, you know said what? it's the finest deal you've ever seen. No. And then you heard what I said about it, and all of a sudden you were against it. Well, Donald, I know you live in your own reality, but oh, yeah. that is not the facts. The facts are I did say I hoped it would be a good deal, but when it was negotiated, not. which I was not responsible not. for, I concluded it wasn't. I wrote about that. So is it President Obama's fault? Is it President Obama's fault? Even announced. Look, there Secretary, are Secretary, is it President there, Obama's fault? There are Because he's pushing it. There are different views about what's good for our country, our economy, and our leadership in the world. Fact check. True. Obama was pushing the he TPP. Was. I remember that. Uh -huh. Trump got us out of that nightmare. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try to rapid fire through these for a minute. Sounds good. New jobs with rising incomes, investments, not in more tax cuts that would add $5 trillion to the debt. But you have but no plan. Educate. Oh, I do. Secretary. Fact, oh, I do. Oh, yeah. See that ending. Secretary, you have no plan. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. I cut off that ending where he says it again. Here's, a, here's a, actually a good Trump gaffe. I like this one. So we have a very robust set of plans, and people who have looked at both of our plans have concluded that mine would create 10 million jobs and yours would lose us three and a half million jobs and explode You are the going debt, to approve one of the biggest tax cuts in history. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> He's accusing her of a good thing. Yeah, right. Well, at least from uh, his he, corrects, he corrects himself, but I thought that was funny. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you are going debt, to approve one of the biggest tax cuts in history. You are going to approve one of the biggest tax increases in history. You are going to drive business out. Your regulations are a disaster, and you're going to increase regulations all over the place. And by the way, my tax cut is the biggest since Ronald Reagan. I'm very proud of it. It will create tremendous numbers of new jobs. But regulations, you are going to regulate these businesses out of existence. When I go around, Lester, I tell you this, I've been all over. And when I go around, despite the tax cut, the, thing, the things that business as and people like the most is the fact that I'm cutting regulation. You have regulations on top of regulations and new companies cannot form and old companies are going out of business and you want to increase the regulations and make them even worse. I'm going to cut regulations, but I'm going to cut taxes big league and you're going to raise taxes big league. End of story. Let me get you to pause right there. <laughs> big league. Big, big league. league. Yeah, no, everybody always <laughs> thought he was saying big Lee, B I G L Y, but no, he's saying yeah. big, big league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like the gum. Like, yeah, little league. <laughs> yeah. Big league, like. Um, A major league. Yeah, like major leagues uh -huh. or like the NFL's league. Big league. Big I kind of like to think that big he was saying funny. big league. Big league put the on the big, big to make it even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> big league would not just better. big. It's big league. I think because big of that league. whole uh, mis mis uh, interpretation of it, I think Scott Adams maybe was the one that wrote a book called Bigly B I G L Y. <laughs> because he misheard what Trump said in a clip. Uh, or just because everybody was hurt, kept hearing bigly. Oh, okay, okay. Now he's a he's. A Trump fan yeah, that's has right, been that's for right. a long time. Here's some fact checking brought to you by Hillary. Even better than Snopes. 
We're going to yes, move well, into the, we're gonna that, move into the next segment. That, we're going to talk that taxes. Can't, that can't be left Please, to stand. Please, take, take 30 you know, seconds, and then we're going to go I kind on. of assumed that there would be a lot of these charges and claims. And so Facts. we have taken uh, <laughs> the homepage of my website, HillaryClinton.com, and we've turned it into a fact checker. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Can't a wait to go to HillaryClinton.com and check out the fact checker. Go to HillaryClinton.com forward slash alternative facts. Because when I want the actual facts, I go to a politician's website that's named after them to look for the facts. Uh, yeah. I bet they don't have anything about the body count on there. None of this information uh -huh. is biased at all. And so facts. we have taken uh, the homepage of my website, HillaryClinton.com, and we've turned it into a fact checker. So if you want to see in real time uh, what the facts are, please go and take a look. Because <laughs> and take a look at mine also, and you'll see. add a penny to the debt, and your plans would add $5 trillion to the debt. What I have proposed would cut regulations and streamline them for small businesses. What I have proposed would be paid for by raising taxes on the wealthy because they have made all the gains they, in the economy. They. And I think it's time that the wealthy and corporations paid their fair share to support this. Well, country. you just opened the next segment. Well, look, could I just finish? Actually, I, I think I, to, I, think did, I should. You, I'm going to you give you a chance website, right here. With the and you take a look at her segment, website. She's going to raise taxes $1.3 trillion. Mr. Trump, I'm and gonna... look at her website. Look at her website, man. Lester, I need more time. Okay. Check some facts. More time. Here you go. More time. <laughs> Dude, even Lester cucked out to Trump, dude. It's like, okay, Mr. Trump. <laughs> Lester Holt. I think building the middle class, investing in the middle class, making college debt-free so more young people can get their education, helping people refinance their tax, their, their debt from college at a lower rate, those are the kinds of things that will really boost the economy. Broad-based, inclusive growth is what we need in America, not more advantages for people at the very top. Mr. Trump, we're Typical politician. All talk, no action. Sounds good. Doesn't work. Never going to happen. <laughs> Our country is suffering because people like Secretary Clinton have made such bad decisions in terms of our jobs and in terms of what's going on. Now, look. We have the worst revival of an economy since the Great Depression. And believe me, we're in a bubble right now. And the only thing that looks good is the stock market. But if you raise interest rates even a little bit, that's going to come crashing down. We are in a big, fat, ugly bubble. And we better be awfully careful. Big, fat, That is one of bubble. my favorite <laughs> Trump ISOs ever. We are in the bubble. Typical politician, uh -huh. all talk. No action. Sounds good. Never going to happen. Our country is suffering. <laughs> uh, here's Trump complaining about how he always gets audited. I've been under audit almost for 15 years. I know a lot of wealthy people that have never been audited. I said, do you get audited? I get audited almost every year. <laughs> and in a way, I should be complaining. I'm not even complaining. I don't mind it. It's almost become a way of life. I get audited by the IRS. But other people don't. <laughs> <laughs> way of life now okay so i had a, when he said that i looked it up and it's actually true like trump's been under audit for like almost two decades 
Mm -hmm. What the hell's up with that? Is that because the IRS is weaponized against him under the Obama administration or what's going on with that? How dare you suggest? It's probably because he runs like a hundred businesses at any given time. It so could be that it probably looks like he's like lying to him. I mean, have I you ever that. seen George Soros or Bill Gates get audited? It's not like the IRS oh, they have is too particularly much money to get audited. Nice. They just hand the IRS like a hundred million dollars and say, forget about it. Forget Keep that about on the deal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, the reason he was bringing that up is because Hillary kept saying, like, why don't you release your tax returns? Why don't you release your tax returns? I will say this. Uh, we have a situation in this country that has to be taken care of. I will release my tax returns against my lawyer's wishes <laughs> when she releases her 33,000 emails that have been deleted. As soon as she releases them, I will release. I will release my tax returns. And that's against my lawyers. They say, don't do it. I will tell you this. No. In fact, watching shows, reading Watching the papers, shows. <laughs> almost every lawyer says, you don't release your returns until the audit's complete. When the audit's complete, I'll do it. But I would go against them if she releases her So email. it's negotiable? It's not negotiable. No, let her release the email. Why did she delete 33,000? Well, I'll let her ask that, but let me just uh, admonish the audience one more time. There was an agreement. We did ask you to be silent, so it would be helpful for us. You're not allowed to cheer for Trump. No cheering for Trump. <laughs> No cheering for Trump. Or maybe he doesn't want the American people, all of you watching tonight, to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the only years that anybody's <laughs> ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. So that makes if me he's smart. Paid <laughs> makes me smart. That makes me smart. <laughs> he's right. He also, I mean, he he also raised the legally. I mean, mm -hmm. what's so bad about that? He did it by the system I mean, that the same illegally. people that Hillary yeah. is set up in order to do your taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what he, that's what he kept saying. He's like, I'd love to have people as wealthy as me pay more taxes, but we've had these people like crooked Hillary in there creating all these loopholes. What am I just too stupid to use the loopholes? <laughs> <laughs> He also he also raised the issue of your emails. Do you want to respond to that? I do. You know, I made a mistake using a private email. That's for sure. Um, and <laughs> if I had to do it over again, I would obviously do it differently. Um, but I'm not going to make any excuses. It was a mistake, and I take responsibility for that. Mr. Trump? That was more than a mistake. That was done purposely. Okay, that was not a mistake. That was done purposely. Hmm. Did you know that um, Hillary admitted under oath to smashing her multiple BlackBerry phones and servers with a hammer, having her aides smash? Really? Yes. Wow. When did she admit that? Um, under her first uh, testimony, uh, I was about to say, Comey when was still is the, the head of the FBI. Happening? Do you know? She was recently. Well, she's uh, under. She's going to be under sworn de deposition again about yeah. the emails and about her prior knowledge of Benghazi because the whole Benghazi thing. Like people always say, like, "Oh yeah, Hillary and Obama left them out there to die." No, it's more than that. If you listen to what multiple Benghazi survivors, CIA and military, have said, the guys they left out there to die that Hillary, Obama, and especially Hillary let die in Benghazi, and this is why Benghazi is such a scandal. But just like the emails, instead of what's in the emails, it gets spun into Russia was doing it. And with Benghazi, it's the same thing. They just deflect from what the real issue was. The real issue was, if you listen to what these guys that survived the Benghazi attacks were, it's like, 
These guys all had firsthand knowledge that we were arming, funding, and training ISIS. Mm -hmm. And loose, lip, loose lips sink ships, so they let those guys die on purpose. They tie up your loose ends. Yeah. Um, but here's here's my favorite probably clip out of this. I, I only ended up clipping from the first Hillary versus Trump debate, even though I think Trump did the best in the second debate. And the third one, I think the third one's where he's like, because you'd be in jail. Drops mic. But um, the first one is all I clipped from just because, it, just for brevity, it'd be too much. But uh, this is my favorite clip from the first debate, I think. I, I have a feeling that by the end of this evening, I'm going to be blamed for everything that's ever happened. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Jo you know, just, just, just join, uh, join the debate by uh, saying more crazy things. Now, let me say, hey, there's nothing crazy about not letting our companies case. bring their money it, back into okay, their this country. Is, this is uh, Secretary Clinton's two minutes, yes. please. Yeah, well, let's start the clock again, Lester. Um, Bitch. Oh, tell Lester what to do. Jeez. <laughs> um, man, yeah. I just love it. It's like, she's like, I'm going to get blamed for everything. Trump's like, why not? Yeah, um, I mean, that's kind of his tactic, though, is just like anything that's bad, just pin on the person he's going against. And yeah, but Hillary's got Hillary so much perfect, ammunition behind yeah, him. Hillary's the perfect, exactly, perfect uh, example of that. Uh, so yeah, definitely. That, yeah, all I got like left anything that's bad that's ever happened can be planned. Like you can like basically get it back to her or Bill in some way. I mean, just like in that cocaine episode I did, it was like it wasn't as much her directly, but when Bill was governor of Arkansas, like no matter what, like interview, even CBS News, like. Like Barry Seal, like every uh, Rick Ross, like all these guys that were involved in the coke trade, while Bill Clinton's yeah. governor, like somehow Bill Clinton's name keeps coming up, or like Bill Clinton refused to fund their investigation, or Bill Clinton blocked their investigation. It's like, <laughs> and according to according to some people involved, including uh, one of his Bill Clinton's. Uh, Security guys, they were saying for every kilo of coke brought through Mena, Arkansas, Bill Clinton got twelve hundred bucks off the top of that. Wow, jeez, how much is a kilo of coke worth? Uh, when like, they like, well, I back say then like, it's a little uh, less, but ten grand. Yeah, oh, when wow. they like from where it's coming, they're probably getting like two or three grand. You're right. That's By the time like powder. it's getting to the last guy on the supply chain delivery, he's. I mean, it's sometimes going for fifty grand. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you do like street math, like I think a kilo. I did the math one time, and I think it's worth like thirty-eight thousand dollars or something at street level. Okay. Wow. Like if you just That's like insane. sell it, like whatever, like the normal amount that people buy is for a standardized price. I just watched this movie with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Nicolas Cage, some other people in it. And like Nicolas Cage is like the cook. What was the name of that movie? I think it's on Amazon Prime or something. But it's like Lawrence Fishburne, Nicolas Cage, and it's like this whole cocaine operation they have going on. And it basically like some somebody's cutting it with shit, like fentanyl and heroin. So Nicolas mm. Cage's job is to like basically like because he oversees the operation and something's going wrong. So he like stalks like from South America, like flies in parachutes. And basically watches every every process in the chain of delivery, and then just kills every guy that's like cutting with his cocaine. It's like you cut my cocaine. It's pretty. It's a pretty wow. good movie. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> uh, Check that out. That sounds cool. 
All right, but yeah, then, uh, yeah, so that was just the first debate between Trump and Hillary. Right, that was but, most of our Trump material, correct? Yeah, except I got, uh, yeah, we'll move on to your Biden clips, and then we'll be done with clips after this, but I got the, um, I clipped a couple clips from the uh, Al Smith dinner. It's like a Catholic mm. fundraiser, and I, um, the crazy thing about this is, like, Trump's talking mad shit about Hillary and a bunch of the Democrats, they're all there in the room with them. And most of them are laughing along. Like, Hillary, like, will be laughing along for most of the jokes. Sometimes she'll just be sitting there like, Meh. but, like... Was this, um... I have some thoughts on this once I play you. What? Go ahead. Was this broadcast live, or was this a private event? I don't... I didn't... I don't know. Um, it's on PBS... It's dinner. It's on PBS News' YouTube, the full thing. Okay, so it must be broadcast live on PBS. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was live or not. Well, but they not do live, this like every other year or something. Recorded, but, yeah. But yeah, here's the here's the intro to the dinner. Thank you, Al. Wow, that was good. Mm. <laughs> this is a hell of a dinner. Well, I want to thank your Eminence. This is really great to be with now, you. Hillary's again. sitting like right next we to. We love him. it, Governor Cuomo. Our great the Governor Cuomo. Hi, Chuck. He used to love me when I was a Democrat, you know. Your Chuck Schumer's there laughing. So the, the, you'll uh, you'll pick up on more of what I'm about to say as it goes along. But one, there's two ways you can really interpret this, and it really just depends on how much you trust Trump. Because you can take it from the angle of like, man, Trump has some balls to say this shit to all their faces, or you could take it from the angle of it's all one big WWE show. And they are all in on the game together. Trump's in on it. They can all laugh. They're in the green room. Yeah. It's, I mean, it really could go either way. And I don't really have an opinion on it, but there's, mm, there's a couple ways you could interpret it. You know, they say when you do this kind of an event, you always start out with a self-deprecating joke. Some people think this would be tough for me, but the truth is... It's true. It's true. The truth is I'm actually a modest person, very modest. It's true. In fact, many people tell me that modesty is perhaps my best quality. Even better than my temperament. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh but I, I and you'll that. notice you'll notice even more with the, uh, and these are elite people, yeah. Uh, in this dinner, politicians, religious leaders, um, nobody's poor there. I'll put it that way. Uh, but you'll notice this even more with the debates when the crowd would clap for Jeb or cl clap for Biden and uh, always boo Trump. Not always, but usually boo Trump. You'll notice that um, Trump was getting some laughs at this dinner. Mm -hmm. But he was really getting a lot of booze, especially. You'll, it's you'll great see. to be here with a thousand wonderful people, or as Hillary calls it, her largest crowd of the season. <laughs> uh, with all of the heated going. back and forth between my opponent and me at the debate last night, we have proven that we can actually be civil to each other. In fact, just before taking the dais, 
Hillary accidentally bumped into me, and she very civilly said, pardon me. <laughs> so this, so I, think this, I think this was the day after the debate where he said you'd be in jail. Which is weird that you're just sitting around together having a dinner roasting each other, but hmm. take that for what it is. It is, but like you said, it's like a WWE match. So like that's yeah. that's probably the best way to look at it. It's like they're all fighting each other, and they are, but at the same time, they all just they're they're it's all act. buddy buddy with each other. Well, it, yeah, you got you got two ways of looking at it. You got the QAnon angle where Trump's this white hat that's going to arrest, get Hillary and the rest of them in jail, and then you have the more likely explanation, which is George Carlin. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, well, yeah. That definitely seems well, to be the case. I mean, yeah, it's it seems like, I mean, we could. I don't want to get too lost in this side tangent, but if you're the quote unquote power structure, the powers that be, and you know nobody trusts the media, what? Why not have your plan B be a guy who's like an out supposed outsider and acts like he's against the establishment and against the media? And act like have the media act like they hate him, but he, really he's still controlled by you. Always be wary. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, th that being said, <clears throat> you can't discount some of the good things Trump has done. Like the only good thing Obama did was legalize gay marriage. Absolutely, no, absolutely. When it comes to actual boots on the ground, uh, effective change in the average person's life, Trump has actually been foreign policy better, productive president. Got us out of the TPP. Mm -hmm. I could, but uh it is yeah it it's almost like they uh the the uh it was getting too hot around the collar for america and trump was like the planned release valve temporarily for us to all <laughs> i don't know I, I don't know that i completely it buy into be. that but it's a possibility yeah I, i'm not sold one way or the other but yeah that's why i'm half that's why i'm 50 50 on the whole q thing but anyway uh keep going here but one of the things i noticed tonight and I've known Hillary for a long time, is this is the first time ever, ever, that Hillary is sitting down and speaking to major corporate leaders and not getting paid for it. <laughs> so you got to laugh on that one. I love how he always says, it's true. It's true after it's he true. makes a joke. It's, it's true. true. You know, last night, I called Hillary a nasty woman. But this stuff is all relative. After listening to Hillary rattle on and on and on, I don't think so badly of Rosie O'Donnell anymore. <laughs> In fact, that's a callback. I'm actually starting to like Rosie a lot. So so far, maybe I didn't clip the ones I was thinking of. So far, it seems like he's just getting laughs. I'm not hearing the booze. I like it. But he was getting some hardcore booze for some of them. These events give not only the candidates a chance to be with each other in a very social setting, it also allows the candidates the opportunity to meet the other candidates' team. Good team. I know Hillary met my campaign manager, and I got the chance to meet the people who are working so hard to get her elected. There they are, the heads of NBC, 
CNN, <laughs> CBS, ABC. There's the New York Times right over there and the Washington Post. Wow. Damn. They're working overtime. True. Wow. True. I'm impressed. Dude, that was that was good. Sick bird, Dolan. Yeah. That was good. Here, now here's my personal favorite. I actually brought this up. Like, the reason I even like went back to this banquet to pull clips is because I was talking about this at the beginning, the very beginning of the podcast. But this is a classic. I wasn't really sure if Hillary was going to be here tonight because I guess you didn't send her invitation by email. Or maybe you did, and she just found out about it through the wonder of WikiLeaks. <laughs> We've learned so much from WikiLeaks. For example, Hillary believes that it's vital to deceive the people by having one public policy. There's the booze. And a totally different policy mm. in private. That's okay. I don't know who they're angry at, Hillary. You're right. For example, <laughs> here she is tonight in public, pretending not to hate Catholics. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Now, if some of you haven't noticed, a bunch of booze Hillary on isn't that. I gotta hear that again. The rest of us. Okay, I don't know who they're angry at, Hillary. You're right. For example, here she is tonight in public, pretending not to hate Catholics. <laughs> they did not like that one. Moan. Now, if some of you haven't noticed, Hillary isn't laughing as much as the rest of us. That's because she knows the jokes. And all of the jokes were given to her in advance of the dinner by Donna Brazil. <laughs> which is... Everyone knows, of course, Hillary's belief that it takes a village, which only makes sense, after all, in places like Haiti, where she's taken a number of them. <laughs> the knowing. They know. Dude, listen to, how, know. listen to the moans after he says that. They know. Them. Listen like to Haiti, that, the moan. Where she's taken a number of them. They don't they think it's funny anymore. <laughs> they just showed their hand right there by, by groaning at that joke. Thank you. <laughs> wait, wait, listen to... Okay, uh, listen close to... I, I, uh, I don't know what this guy says, but maybe you guys can figure it out. Listen to the close to this ending right here. Thank you. <laughs> Would that guy yell? I don't know. I can play it a couple more times. One more time. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. What a it, horrible joke. Yeah, I think maybe it was like a bad joke. Really can, you, can you give it to me one more time? Yeah. <laughs> but I love how he goes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. He either says it's a horrible joke or you're a joke. Something yeah. like that. I think a horrible joke. But that was, oh man, that was savage. Uh, so then uh, Trump, there's another good 10 or... 15 minutes of Trump doing bits and then Hillary comes up and does her version and listen to the uh, the difference between how the audience reacts to Trump and the audience reacts to her and see who the elite like better 
This is such a special event that I took a break from my rigorous nap schedule to be here. <laughs> and as you've already heard, it's a treat for all of you too, because usually I charge a lot for speeches like this. Now this is, okay, yeah. Donald, if at any time you don't like what I'm saying, feel free to stand up and shout wrong while I'm talking. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, it's amazing I'm up here after Donald. I didn't think he'd be okay with a peaceful transition of power. Whoa. And the crowd goes wild. That's like an inside and everybody's just like, oh yeah, that's it's like right. It's like an inside joke playing on regime change wars that she's been a uh, uh, intrinsic part of. Well, the way initiating. I the way I took that as the way I took that as is um, they kept saying like, "Will you accept election results, Trump? Will you accept election results?" And Trump always said like, "I don't know. Like, I'll have to let you know at the time because I don't know if anything fishy is going to go on, so I can't tell you." And they're like, "Trump won't give up." Trump won't have a peaceful... Okay, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, that's that's what it was referring to, I think. Yeah. But but then it turned out that Hillary, like, was... When it turned out she lost, she didn't even make a concession speech until the next day. And she wouldn't, like, even concede. She mm -hmm. was having a meltdown. Her Secret yeah. Service said she drank, like, two bottles of vodka that night. Wow. Having, like, like literally slapping people and stuff. I mean, that depends if you think her Secret Service guys are full of shit, but... No. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's all I got for Trump versus Hillary. But I thought that I thought that whole uh, that whole dinner is pretty fascinating. It's worth watching the whole thing from a like a sociology perspective. That's very like interesting. Yeah, and it's just weird that all these people like Chuck Schumer and I think Pelosi was there, but I know a bunch of Democrats were there and, and Trump's there. And there was there were some good jokes that I just didn't have time to clip. But it's the thing that really I was most fascinated by was trying to figure out if these guys are all friends with Trump behind the scenes or if they really all do hate him. It's a political game. It, it's it's a game of connections. It's a game of teams. It, yeah, they're on one level, they're on the same team because they're all in the same tier. You know, it's, it's like really tier. us versus them. Yeah, social tier and economic tier. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's... But they, but they are against each other. They, they do have different desires, and they do want different people to win. They so, do, do you want... think Trump's America first, or is he just a globalist in disguise? Because Hillary he's Trump and, first. And, I think, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Trump first, people second, and he's anti-globalist. Yeah, but like, it's clear, like Hillary and Chuck Schumer and Pelosi are straight up globalists. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the yeah, question I have. Their agenda like, first. I Whereas say, Trump is just Trump first. While we're talking about globalism and who's a globalist and who's not, this is what throws me off when it comes to Bernie and Trump because a lot of their policies are actually kind of similar if you compare the 2016 policies to some of uh, Trump's Foreign policy, yeah. and And, you know, you would think that Bernie being an ultra-lefty would be a globalist, but some of the things that he says are actually pretty in line with Trump. Um, I don't know how to reconcile those differences. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as far as like, like Bernie's not for open borders. 
Well, I guess he did say we should provide free health care to illegal immigrants. So I guess that is pretty open borders. Yeah, and, and a lot of times, though, a lot of times they're just they're it's they're he's playing in the Democrat Party. So you got you got to go with the party line. But, yeah, but I, I, I don't think most thinking, Democrats really think the way the I mean, maybe they do, but I can't imagine. I don't think most Democrats are for open borders. And I don't even think most of them want, uh, want to get rid of like private insurance, health insurance. I think most of them just. Well, the only people calling out the special interests and the donors and all that was Trump and it was Bernie. You know, Trump is calling out the corruption within the DNC and within you know Hillary's you know, massive machine, you know, um, constantly. Ever since 2016, he's doing it today, basically. You know, he's, he still tweets constantly about the corruption. So, you know, it's just those things that, that make me uh, wonder. I think, we'll move I on think to Biden. Like, he tries to do something, like on a social level, and try to root out all the bad stuff that's in there. I think there is an element of that, but it's not so much for, like, to help everybody. It's more to just cement something in history, like... He's Trump, president because Trump, he right? almost essentially ran out of other things to do inside of the realm of capitalism in America. <laughs> Being president is like something that cements you in the history books. Well, yeah, and that's but, the but reason that would he mean would he want wants to do, to do a good like job basically the to have a good legacy. Yeah, but that means Trump wants to do a good job so he has a good legacy, right? Yeah, yeah he wants that, to try to. It's, not, also, not it's, like, uh, it's like what Alex Jones <laughs> said uh God, this this must have been. I think it was like right at. It might have even been like right after he had Trump on his show for the first time on Infowars. Alex Jones was like, "If he pulls this thing off, his face will be on the money two hundred years from now on Mars. He's gonna be <laughs> bigger than George Washington. It's like in the country's darkest moment, Trump's gonna bring it back. I mean, he's he's a businessman. He's an innovator. He saw an opportunity like you were saying caleb he already dominated in all these other industries um he's in that tier of the elites in that room at that dinner but he's not on any other teams so he comes in he wants to make a team for himself he wants he he uses the his common sense and his reason he can see how detached these elites are from the american people and he's basically it's it's he's running it like a business you know yeah yeah, I never understood back in the day when people said we need like a businessman president. And that was back when like Obama was running for the first time. I would hear people say that. And I didn't really understand that. But now, like, yeah, like from an economic standpoint, that makes sense. I, I wouldn't say you need like a businessman president at all times. I think it's it's there, different ages call for different kinds of leadership. And we really needed Trump. We really did need that management to come in and change the direction. We might need an innovator to come in next and and, uh, and bring some creativity to the table. Hillary, Hillary, die. <laughs> but there's a lot more. For example, you know, uh, um, I think there's more we're going to have to do as we go down the line here. But we're going for for example, you know, uh, uh, additional checks to families uh, should be uh, um, um, should be conditions should be required. But I think there's a minimum of. We, anyway, I, I won't go into all that. Let me just deal with your specific. What the was that what was he clip? talking about? Was that or was that yours? That was your first clip, Biden Bumble. Okay. What was he talking about? That was he, nonsense. He, he just completely changed. This is something that Biden does, and, and you'll notice if you if you spend six hours listening to Biden clips. Oh my um, god. <laughs> he will start a sentence and then change the meaning and intention of what he was saying mid-sentence 
and try to make it sound cohesive. And somehow he gets a pass every single time on major news media when he does this. Oh, my God, dude. All right, I keep moving through these. Yeah. They're mostly short, so. Uh, this one's not make. This one's quiet. Hmm. Hopefully we don't have a problem here. Try another I'm back. One. I've been here a number of times. Oh, wait, I'll back was, up. Think, I'll uh, cut this part out. It was just like the first half of the clip was quiet. Weird. I'm back. I've been here a number of times. Last time was, I think, uh, all the way back in 2014. But I've been here before that. I love this place. I lo Look, what's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it? And what a neat town. Oh, was that when he was in New Hampshire? He was in New Hampshire, <laughs> called like, it Vermont, and Vermont. then called it a town <laughs> instead of a state. I love the town of Vermont, even though I'm in New Hampshire. It's great to be here in the town of Vermont. What a neat town. The biggest town. That was like, what, I mean, Trump was making fun of, in that clip I used uh, for like the opening Royal Rumble intro. intro. Trump was like, uh, it's great to be here in the great state of Iowa. Joe, Joe, you're in Ohio. <laughs> it's like if I did that they'd say Trump has lost it well they say that anyway don't they yeah I remember that two political heroes were Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy my senior semester they were both shot and killed imagine what would have happened if God forbid Barack Obama had been assassinated after becoming the de facto nominee what Jesus. would have happened in America <laughs> things changed you had over 40 kids shot in Kent State on a beautiful lawn by the National Guard. There are a whole lot of things. And guess what? It act, when I walked across that stage, I come from a family that had no political influence at all. I'm the first U.S. Senator ever what? knew. I got out of school, and in four years, I was running for the United States Senate. Didn't intend to. Got involved in the civil rights movement. Next thing you know, they asked me to do something no one else would do. He talked about Kent State. I'm Obama surprised he even brought up Kent State. You don't hear politicians talk about the National Guard shooting a bunch Did of hippie any of students. Did that make sense to you? No, that was nonsense. But like, I'm surprised that he brought up Kent State. Why was he talking about Obama getting assassinated? <laughs> well, think about the way he brought up Kent State. Bunch of kids getting shot on a beautiful lawn. <laughs> the, the lawn was manicured. He had to make sure to mention that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Dropped everything at the dump. It all worked out. And by the way, I got a second load. Guys, coming. Anybody wants to help me unload? <laughs> help me unload? Was there piano music? In yeah, the there, there's gonna be a little bit of that. What was Sorry, that? I couldn't, I couldn't isolate that. Dropped everything at the dump. It all worked out. And by the way, I got a second load. Guys, coming. Anybody wants to help me unload? <laughs> what? Is, I, I don't even know what he's talking. What about. is he unloading? I don't know. I was hoping. Okay, so when video, I saw the unload title, I was hoping it'd be the "I'm going to give you the whole load today." The video for this was somebody using a shitty camcorder, and he was talking to them through the a driver's side window of a white pickup truck, just kind of like driving by and stop for a second. <laughs> oh, gotcha. oh man! My oh, mother man. believed, and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be. I could be vice president. My mother and father believed. <laughs> <laughs> my mother and father said almost be believed in me. <laughs> that that piano actually sounds hilarious. Makes adds another element. Look, John's last minute economic plan. <laughs> it, makes it, it makes it sound like a silent film. <laughs> I just think that music should always be playing it's whenever Biden opens his mouth. From Joe's era. 
the silent film era. <laughs> Look, John's last minute economic plan does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three letter word jobs. J O B S. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, I don't know a three-letter word. Jobs. Joe Biden. J O B S. Joe Biden can't numbers. No, even, he cannot. Even between three and four, I suppose. And thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper, and thank you, Chancellor. <laughs> Dr. Paper. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dr. Paper. Who is Dr. Paper? And I don't even. I Dr. Pepper aside, I'm assuming there's a guy named Dr. Paper. <laughs> I can't that? tell which one was the mess up. Was it Dr. Pepper that was the the fuck up there, or was it Dr. Paper? <laughs> was he was he holding was he holding a can of Dr. Pepper and or, thanking it? Or is there actually a doctor <laughs> named Dr. Paper that he's trying to address? <laughs> I don't know. We need to do more research into that one. That was nuts. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we got a mystery oh, on our hands. The title of this one looks like it's going to be good. Now is the time to heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt. Speak softly and carry a big stick. End of quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> is he tough? Uh, he's talking I titled about that one Barack's BBC. Oh, yes. Yeah. Barack's BBC. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking of the British Broadcasting Company, but now I get the... Uh... <laughs> oh, Lord. One man stands ready to deliver change we desperately need. A man I'm proud to call my friend. A man who will be the next president of the United States, Barack America. <laughs> Barack, America. Barack America. Barack America. Actually, his name would be a lot better. I would have voted for him. <laughs> Barack America would be cool. Hillary Clinton is as qualified or more qualified than I am to be Vice President of the United States of America. Quite frankly, it might have been a better pick than me. Look. Ooh. Yeah. I hate my job. Oh, yeah. You titled that one, I Hate My Job. Nice. <laughs> If we do everything right, we do it with absolute certainty. We stand up there and we make really tough decisions. There's still a 30% chance we're going to get it wrong. Wait, 30% chance he's going to get what wrong? Uh, the decision wrong. Oh, and just we any decision decisions in general? And no matter how hard we work, there's a 30% <laughs> chance we'll get it wrong. Wait, why? what's the science behind this? Yeah, what's the where's thirty come from? How do they know they got a seventy percent chance of getting it right? Like, There's just a one third chance that whenever we make a decision, it's wrong. <laughs> it's better than he the fifty said, fifty. He should have said thirty three percent chance. That's why it's a real one third, and he gets into the magic number there. Right. There's a thirty three percent chance. It was close. It was close. You're right though. Joe seems to like thirty, and Trump seems Rio. to like thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a classic. In this race, you've been the vice president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So, how? In participation. So, how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? Iowa's a Democratic caucus. Everybody know caucus? 
No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony shoulder. You said you were. You now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a little bit confusing in Iowa, number one. But let's assume it was all, everything was exactly right in Iowa. The idea that you come in with about half the, can, half the delegates that the leaders come in with in Iowa does not necessarily say how you're going to win Pennsylvania. How are you going to win? Did Michigan? he say Where, Pennsylvania? The, way, the, the uh, Black Caucus of the Michigan legislature just endorsed me in spite of all of this, where the, the unions have endorsed me in spite of all this, etc. Okay, so the next clip, Pennsylvania. We've actually already listened to, but I wanna, I wanna re-listen to it because I wanna point something out here. Okay. Oh yeah, I got. My it. name's Joe Biden. I'm running for, in this case, running for president of the United States. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other person. <laughs> I think you kind of had a case a little bit when you said something about, which I know I'm contradicting myself here, being a hypocrite, because I called you out last time. I said I didn't, I, that was bullshit when you said people would vote for him out of sympathy. Out of pity, yeah. Out of pity. But it seems to me like a lot of times he reveals that he does not want to do the things that he's doing. He's I don't think forced. he wants to run. Yeah, He doesn't want to run. He doesn't want the job. Like he didn't want the vice presidency. He said Hillary Clinton would have been a better pick <laughs> well, while uh, he was holding it. But it's, um, there's a lot of thinking on this, but one of the main reasons that I think they really need Joe in there is... Because he's going to die soon and nobody will vote for Hillary. <laughs> well, uh, also, they all, got, they all got caught with their pants down with this whole Ukraine thing and Burisma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Nancy Pelosi, Mitt Romney... I think Lindsey Graham and I know for a fact Joe Biden and some other people too all have kids on the uh, board of directors of gas companies in Ukraine. Yeah. Like Hunter Biden and Barisma. Mitt Romney especially. And so what we do is like our tax dollars go to send Ukraine aid. That's that billion that Joe was bragging in front of the Council on Foreign Relations about with, withholding from them if they didn't fire the prosecutor investigating his son. Son of a bitch, he was fired. They all, like, with Trump in there, like, they have got to put a lid on this shit because they're all worried that they might start going to jail. Mm -hmm. They need somebody who is, they need somebody in the White House, somebody in charge of the DOJ. Who's just not going to press charges. Baby. That is not only not going to press charges, but is involved in it just as much as they are, and that's Joe Biden. Right. That's, I think that's a pretty accurate analysis. I agree. Moving on. I still think that makes sense for Joe to be in there. Yeah, I mean, because they can't get Nancy Speaker of the House. They can't get her to run. Uh, they were talking about putting Mitt Romney up, like, to run against uh, Trump, but there's they just know Trump's going to run away. Like, there's no way, no Republican is going to get the nomination away from him. He's the incumbent. It's never happened. The, the crazy thing is, and this is, this is, I know I keep bringing this up out of nowhere, but... I mean, I've been wrestling because I was a big Bernie supporter back in 2016. I'm like wrestling him back with in 2016 fact, yeah, too. Yeah, that he was that he's a globalist. But the thing is, these Democrats are globalists, and they would rather lose the presidency to Trump again than run Bernie against Trump and risk Bernie winning. Yeah, because like, Democrats we talked don't about even want to risk Bernie winning. And uh, Dvorak wrote a great essay about it, but it makes perfect sense when you money. think about yeah, like. They'd rather lose to Trump than lose their Koch brothers, George Soros money. All that money coming in 
is going to go away if they have a candidate like Tulsi Gabbard or Bernie Sanders. Right. They need somebody that all these got like yeah, what we were talking about, somebody who's kosher for the people with all the money. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to keep the established people in power, protect yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's about it, preservation and protection. Got anything to add, Caleb, before we move on? Uh, I mean, I pretty much agree. It's just about protecting the establishment, like their order. They are going to run who they think will continue their ordered establishment. Which is also what makes me think that what you were saying earlier about um, Trump being kind of like a reverse psychology type candidate is perfect. Maybe there's some credence there. You know, it's that he's going to do some things to help the people, but he's not going to do too much to damage those I don't don't necessarily agree with this, but... It's either QAnon is closer to being more real and Trump really is like a white knight coming to save the day, or he's the planned part of the pressure release valve to get everybody to just calm down a little bit. Because if it was Hillary, I mean, first of all, I mean, there'd probably already be people, National Guard would probably be all over the streets right oh, now if Hillary was president with his corona shit. Oh my gosh. But also, Martial like, if law. it was Hillary, people would be resisting. A lot more than if it's Trump, they're like, "Oh, it's Trump. He's not yeah. gonna fuck us over." Yeah. As far as like the uh, the redneck patriot gun toting yeah. people, just the red are, up yeah. for if if Hillary gave. Yeah. So they could really command. pass the same policies with Trump there as long as he's talking a good game, which I don't think that's happening. But it's something to think about. All right, let's move on. We got like another uh, thing. I just spoke at a at Dartmouth on healthcare. At the medical school, or not, I guess I wasn't actually on the campus, but the people from the medical school were at the, I want to be clear, I'm not going nuts, I'm not sure whether it was the medical school or where the hell I spoke, but it was on the campus. I don't know where the hell I was speaking. I spoke somewhere. It was a place? Jesus Christ. Education. I propose, and I'm going to digress slightly, we're in a situation, the president asked me to head up a cancer moonshot. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay, I've heard that one before. Now, what exactly is, pray do tell us, what exactly is a cancer moonshot that Obama asked him to head up? What is a cancer moonshot? I have no idea. Okay. You know, Caleb, what a cancer moonshot I have, is? I was about to ask the same question. The, I've never which, even heard which, that phrase are those before. nouns or adjectives? Or? <laughs> well, it could be like an astrology type thing, right? Because a cancer is like a... Cancer is like a sign, an astrological event, yeah. sign, and a moonshot sounds like something else astrology-wise. It also sounds like some Astronomy, well. astrology, you mean? <clears throat> this president's an existent... Existential. Existential. It's like that melting down uh, MKUltra news reporter. It's like, I can't even do it as good as... I can't even make a gaffe as good a as theory, Joe Biden does. A dairy days in... Dairy days in, in the less... Ter- has to pass it, it's, it's like... You can't, you can't, nobody can gaff as good hey, as Joe Biden, knows, even when you're maybe trying. Maybe Biden has been MK Ultra. You never know, Two man. brain surgeries. President Biden, just to be clear, would you or would you not rejoin the TPP? Yes or no? I would not rejoin the TTP as it was initially <laughs> put forward. Oh. TTP. See, but you get the more I listen to these, the more I'm starting to agree with my original premise, which is that I feel bad for Joe Biden. He's, he's, he should not be up there. He cannot it's speak. Like, it's almost like running like a, the polio kid against the bully. Because it's like <laughs> even the bullies are going to beat up the polio kid, right? 
Yeah. Wow. That, oh, yeah. that's a no. great analogy. Actually. He will, though. That's the thing. Joe Biden deserves it. Like he and and he's like, yeah. Trump was like on the White House lawn. He's like, I'm a young, vibrant man. I look at Joe. I don't know about him. <laughs> he looks different than he acts too. He's like, he's he's weak mentally, and I do love running against people that are weak mentally. So. <laughs> At some point, Biden's going to come out with either crutches or some kind of device to help him stand up. <laughs> like Harvey, like Harvey Weinstein at the at his trial? Exactly oh. like Harvey Weinstein. The way that he came out with the little tennis balls on the end of the walker and everything. He's going to have like a really hard limp. You know, he's going to grunt every time he takes a step. He's going to be like carrying an oxygen tank hooked up to his nose. Uh, man, I'm having too much That's my Okay, wait. I gotta hear that one more time and figure out what was going on there. Let him. Okay, I see where you you titled it. Let let low, let low, let him go. That's act. Yeah, that sounds like what he said. Let low, let him go. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth, a trillion four hundred billion worth. Out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even <laughs> say it so much. And by the way, it costs a lot of money. It costs oh, about seven hundred and forty million billion dollars over ten years. Seven hundred and forty million billion dollars. Uh, that one actually got. I think we played that earlier, we but did, it got. But it was funnier. The, yeah, that was funnier the second time. Uh, who says numbers that way? <laughs> I don't. He should just. He should really like. He should pretend he has a disability, but he's really smart, and like get a wheelchair with like Stephen Hawking head, where it like talks through a computer. I'm on the spectrum. And then, it's not like no, yeah, I'm not. Then, just, I'm not dumb. And he can just have like the State Department like playing, uh, like programming the voice. So all he has to do is sit in a chair, and the State Department like programs. He just has to pretend he's pushing a keypad like Stephen Hawking did, except instead of Steve, like where Stephen Hawking actually made the words come out, Joe Biden just pretends to push a pad and the State Department has like a remote access to his chair. Oh and it's like, God. yes, Mr. Trump, we are debating now. <laughs> and that's the thing. This just like this, drool a little bit out of the side of his mouth. This shit just never ends. You just, you keep finding it. You keep finding it. Like I, like I was starting to hallucinate almost at by six a.m. listening to these. I can't many, believe you like stayed Joe up this late. Biden brain melt. Joe Biden, I can't. That's the next it. one's one we've already heard too, but it's got a little addendum. If you agree on with it. me, go to Joe three o three three o and help me in this fight. If you want to be part of this campaign? Pick up your phones. Pick up your phone. It's not who we now. are. Now. To the word united. To the number. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got back that up. You got back that up. Did he say united? Un united. United. But, but still back back it up again. Hang on. A little more. United. He said united. United. And did you also notice how he demanded that everyone in the crowd pick up their phones? Oh, now! Now! If you want to be part of this campaign, pick up your phones. Pick up your phones. Now! <laughs> To the word United. United, dude. Three oh three three oh three oh three 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 oh or three oh three 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 oh. Jesus. Even the crowd. Just whatever you feel like. 
It's gotta be threes and oh. Dude, yeah, the, even the crowd laughed at him. <laughs> to say that LGBTQT people have no civil rights. Replay that. To say that LGBTQT people have no LGBTQT. Let me see if I can nail down. He said it fast, which is impressive. But let me see if I can nail down exactly what letter. I did. I did in the title. LGBTQT people have no LGBT. Okay, yeah. LGBTQTQP. Oh, so P at the end. West for pedophile. The left is all about those now. Mm-hmm. My long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend in and out of public life. Is uh... that was a cl that's a classic. <laughs> I titled that one "Friend a Friend a Friend a Friend." <laughs> I'm among many qualified people. I'm the best qualified people person for this job. This one ought to be good. You just called this one Alzheimer's. And the reason is not just to help people who have or, or in fact, are and like to get Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. I like to talking. get Alzheimer's. <laughs> People who no, have and are. It's have. just like, hey, I'm not remembering too much of this. <laughs> we can do it, and it's going to take billions of dollars to do it, and we can afford to do it. We can't, we can afford, we can't afford not to do it. Oh. Dude, this is, this is like hard. That this is like Tim and Eric, bro. See, like, that's the difference, the fundamental difference between... Dude, we cannot have four years of Biden. No. This is the fundamental... God, that'd be the worst TV ever. <laughs> it's, it's like the fundamental difference between, like, no matter how, like, funny Biden's gaffes are, it's just after a while, you're just like, this is r rough to listen to. Whereas with Trump, it just keeps getting better, in my opinion. Let's keep going. President Trump and the Democrats around, around the world... Oh, yeah, this is the, the same one I <laughs> no, keep, keep it going, because, yeah, there's President another... Trump and the demagogues around, demagogues around the world. But if Donald, Hump, if Donald Trump is reelected. Donald Hump. Donald Hump. He should, call, no, he should have leaned into that and called him Trumpty Dumpty. Dude, I've got so many good ones. The single most stressed gender, I was asked to speak to the American Psychiatric Association to go over to the university, to go over to the University of London and speak to the World Psychiatric Association. It's interesting, I just spoke to the International Society of Psychiatric, uh, the International Organization of Psychiatrists, I forget the formal name of it, over in London because... Uh... <laughs> the formal... <laughs> so I, I named this clip American National International World London Psychiatric Association. <laughs> the A-N-I-W-L-P-A instead of the A-P-A. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. I'll be honest, I'm glad we're almost through these... <laughs> Union workers, the UAW took incredible cuts in their future. Ooh, I'll, I'll hear that one again. That incredible. Short. Union workers, the UAW took incredible, incredible cuts in their future. I like how you actually spelled the names of the clips the way he, was, he says it. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> incredible. That's exactly how I would spell that too. Avoid having an excuse to walk by the dealer and say, "No, I, I'm not going to be a mule. I, I, I'm gonna, I, I, I got something to do. I got to go do boom, boom, boom. I got to go do boom, boom, boom. He's talking about being a drug mule or something. He sounded like that's what he was talking about. I don't understand. Replay that one. Yeah, I just, I just don't know. Avoid having an excuse to walk by the dealer and say, "No, I, I'm not going to be a mule. I, I, I'm gonna, I, I, I got something to do. I got to go do boom, boom, boom." <laughs> Uh, I've ne I've like 
I almost never, even like, I know these are like clips specifically where he's messing up, so it's not quite fair to say this, but like, even when it's a, like, anytime I see him, even if it's a clip of him where he's supposed to be doing a good job, like something the media plays, I still almost never know what he's talking about. <laughs> never. Like, I never. I don't know what his plans are. Almost, I don't know what his policies are. Like I don't know what he's saying. Complete gobbledygook. I just know that he's Joe Biden, probably. Probably. That's his new Look, campaign slogan, Joe Biden, comma, probably. <laughs> I'm probably Joe Biden. <laughs> That's not who I am. Look, we provide a Medicare <laughs> option. I don't know. That's exactly what Rock and I talked about in the beginning. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, hang on. I remember this one. This is a goodie. Look, we provide a Medicare option. That's exactly what Rock and I talked about in the beginning. Rap Rock. Rap Rock. Rap Rock. I spelled that Rap Rock, Bahar Barak, uh. <laughs> Rap Rock Obama. Their option. That's exactly what Rap Rock and I talked about in the beginning. Get it through though. So I couldn't tell anybody, but Rob, but Barack. But Barack. One of my closest friends. Invaded another country and annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. Right. He's saying that it was President. My boss. It was his fault. He, he forgot Obama's he, name. Not only did he say <laughs> Obama's boss. name wrong twice there, he He's then like, forgot. It was it was Obama uh or no, it was it was President uh my boss. My boss. <laughs> my <laughs> boss. Like, you know who he is. Boss's name. Dude, Nancy Pelosi's been accidentally calling Trump President Bush recently. <laughs> we gotta get these old people out of here, dude. We do. Oh my god. Now the next one's the last living. one. This is the one that, in my mind, so all of these so far have just basically been uh, Biden, uh, as you said earlier, Chris, wall glitching like an AI in GTA. Um, he can barely speak. And <laughs> if we're comparing all the clips that we had before with Trump to all the ones we just played and then this one, it's a no contest. Go ahead. I, I cannot rash, like... Even with the pity vote, I can't rationalize any way in my brain that uh, I just can't. Even even with election rigging, even like no matter what, with propaganda, I still don't see any way of Biden somehow beating Trump. He could not win the battle. Like just envision what we heard with Trump compared with this. All right, I'll play this last clip and then we'll. We'll talk it out. We need to work again with Canada and Mexico as neighbors, not as adversaries, as adversaries. <laughs> Sachs or Benetton's or Nike or whatever in the, in the market, in, the, in, the, in their uh, um, places where they, in the malls. Donald Trump does pose an excellent strength to this. The, it's not hypothetical. Oh, yeah. We can put every one of them in school, cutting in cost the ha cutting in half the cost of a four-year education. Be so, uh, why why they do that? I ran the the what they call the moonshot de dealing with cancer, and something after that set up the Biden Cancer Initiative. And the in here's the point: the conservative what was the point? Or, excuse me, the columnist. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. just like a little uh, compilage compilation of um, of him. Just he he can't speak. He dude, can't. my my ninety six year old grandfather was more mentally aware and could form sentences better than Joe Biden can at I like remember. 75. I remember him asking for his wine and crackers and was very distinct. Five o'clock every day. And he didn't stutter. Yeah. Now, 
he uh that's not saying he was fully there but he was more there than biden in like 20 over 20 years old or so yeah it's yeah. it's this whole biden versus trump like that's what we titled this episode but it's there's no contest there's no <laughs> battle like if biden becomes the democratic front runner they automatically lose and there's basically no point in holding an election well this virus uh might have been another trick up their sleeve to really hurt the trump's economy and maybe even suspend the election who right. knows maybe they have a way to like maybe they use it as a way of saying trump like caleb was saying earlier is like the 25th amendment if they can say trump got the coronavirus Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they'll be able to kick him out because he's not fit for office. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. This. Uh, I think that's a the, long the, shot. I think they the were just keeping of the, like that's just a keep in the pocket kind of thing. They're not actually going to try to make a whole plan around that. Well, the timing of the virus, right at the peak of the 2020 election, is an interesting one. It mm -hmm. is. It is. All of it's interesting. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, I honestly, I really hope. Biden becomes the Democratic front runner, and there are some debates. I pray to God. Well, that's another that thing that happens. That's another. Um, no, it was on uh, Grand America. I was watching. They had Greg Carlwood on last night. I was watching part of their live stream, and they made a really good point. Where it's like this, like right when Biden was going to have to debate Trump, now everybody's got to, you know, self isolate or whatever, social distance. They might be able to use this as an excuse to still hold the election, but not have Biden even have to debate Trump. Biden might just keep doing press conferences oh my God. And from his little fucking library. I'll march on Washington and demand a debate. I, yeah, because they might just not do the debates. Like you saw, when, even when the, the Biden-Bernie debate, they were six feet apart. So I guess they could do the same thing, but... Right. It's, so many things are up in the air right now. Like, who knows what's going to happen, but it's going to be entertaining. Very much so. But, I mean, that also means that all of the quarantines and stuff would hold over until, like, for the next several months, which, I mean, maybe another month of this. I can't see it going longer than that. I don't know. I, I think Adam's prediction is right. This is going to end April 6th. April 6th or April 9th. That's my prediction. Make it 33 days instead of 30. Come on, Adam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be funny. But the 33s have been out of control. They're everywhere. right. That's true. But with this whole corona coronavirus thing, it, I think it's going to blow over. And even if it does, I mean, if it does blow over, then basically all this conversation is kind of irrelevant. But, you know, um, well, this this won't be out for a couple of weeks. But one oh, thing exactly. is, yeah, one, I mean, I don't know, man. I think like even Trump just tweeted that 30 more days of this and then we're back to work. 30 more days starting from yesterday. Oh, wow. So he's giving he's giving up on Easter. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like, I I have no idea. I didn't think people would let like put up with already what's gone on, but everybody's so scared. So, but all in all, so thoughts, summary thoughts on uh, Biden versus Trump. I think we. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think we. I think we uh, are all. That's why, like I was saying earlier, it's like I was gonna. I was going to make us like a scoreboard that we could all mark like different categories with Biden on one side and then Trump on the other and have ca different categories for each of them where we give them a point for whatever. But like, right. I literally could not think of one single category that any of us would choose Biden on. So I was like, yeah. this is going to be a, such a waste of time. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, it's like he just mops the floor with him. Trump every day. Yeah, Trump Absolutely. in every category constantly. So it's just interesting to see what's going on with Biden. Why they've made the decisions that they've made. Why did they pick Biden out of all of them? Why did they pick Biden over Buttigieg? Buttigieg was white Obama. He was everything they wanted. He didn't have the numbers. I mean, he actually he uh, outpolled Biden initially. Well, in Iowa, but and, and he apparently he was told to step down. He was told. Oh yeah, no. Um, like, and apparently at, he did not look want at to. the uh, look at the timing of all of it. Like they all, all within like when Bernie was pulling out ahead in the first couple states, wasn't it like right before Super Tuesday? They just all dropped out yep. and Every then all endorsed Biden. around Biden. Yeah. Which that is was clearly. That's what I'm so if we can't do the comparison between Biden and Trump, because obviously that's not a real, that's not even a real battle. Well, we did it for the last uh, three and a half hours so far. Well, that's what I'm saying is like at the end of this, you know, we, we say, you know, obviously Trump would destroy Biden. Mm-hmm. Then what are they doing with Biden? Like that, that's, that's what I'm interested to see in the coming weeks and months is, is what comes out of the Biden campaign. You know, they've been basically hiding him. He's been live streaming from Hiding the basement. Biden. Hiding Biden. Biden. And now he's got his uh, Here's the Deal podcast. You know, it's it's all non-mobile, you know, uh, action. And I just I just want to see what's going to happen in the future. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Kobe. I agree. Uh, I think it is going to be really interesting how they're going to, like, try to present Biden because, obviously, speaking live isn't his – forte the podcast might not be his forte either if he just has issues speaking in general so it's interesting like what they're actually going to do once they're forced to bring him out absolutely i'm just hoping that he doesn't get to weasel out of these debates because our plan for this episode was like well we're going to do um for the first biden versus trump debate we'll just stream it and i'll pipe the audio in over to you and we'll we'll all just do live commentary over it while we listen to it Sounds good. But, uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, this this whole quarantine thing is the perfect excuse, especially if they can... I mean, you'll notice, like, the CDC and the, some of the State Department are saying, like, we, we really need to be locked down for the next 18 months. And it's like, dude, if it even if you have three more months of this, like, so many small businesses are going to collapse, it's basically going to get... Mm-hmm. Amazon and Walmart are going to run everything at, by that point. I mean, right. every, it's going to be yeah, fucked. Definitely. Like, things are going to be fucked if that happens. Like, mm-hmm. bad. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uncertain times, but definitely not boring. So, we got, we'll have plenty to talk about. Nope. More material. Until they shut down the internet, then we'll know shit really hit the fan. Yeah. Oh, that'll be the, that'll be the precipice. Right. <laughs> I hear there's some internet out California way. Well, episode three, Biden versus Trump. I think we pretty much beat that horse as far as we, I think it would we go. we did. We got... It's dead three times over. Episode four, Gnosticism coming up next. Coming up. Tune in. Yeah, in a week. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, bu- 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 uh, uh, President Trump doesn't like flies. Whoops. How did a fly get into the White House? I don't like that. I don't like flies. I don't like flies. I said, what's going on? It's very simple. Good tweet.
I said, what happened? They said, nothing. I talked about it, little quick tweet. Where I go up and then come down. Up, down, up, down. I said, what's going on? And I'm hotter now than I was then, okay? But much hotter. Now that's Twitter. You know, I'm a very greedy person. We have a lot. We got a lot of people. They live like in the basement of their mom's home. I said, that's terrible. These guys have no talent. Social media. There's nobody smart in that sense. Maybe not smart in other senses. I've watched some of them speak before Congress. It's not pretty. Crazy MSNBC, they're stone cold crazy. The, the crap you think of is unbelievable. Donald Trump spelled the word the wrong. He doesn't know how to spell the. I don't like flies. I don't like flies. Really, I'm actually a good speller, but everyone said the, the fingers aren't as good as the brain. I'm not sure I believe that, but I have to say it. Whoops. How did a fly get into the White House? I don't like that. I don't like flies. 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 They don't go after bikers for Trump. They don't go after our construction workers who love us. They don't go after the police. I talked about it a little quickly. I don't like flies. I don't like flies.